What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube new, 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 new world order. live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, we appreciate y'all for being here. I know I say this is the Wake Up Show, but uh, this is the West Coast Wake Up Show. When I was back on the East Coast last week, I realized it was almost the middle of the afternoon. Right, it was almost the middle of the afternoon. Well, it was like eleven o'clock by the time I tune in. But sorry, East Coast people, it is almost afternoon by the time you see me. But on the West Coast, we are waking up over here. Wait a minute, who are you? West Side for lights, throw the dub in the air like you just don't care. Anyway, oh, what a show! What a show we got planned for you today. We got emergency breaking news. Shun, the United Kingdom's third female prime minister. Got the hell up out of there. She was like. <laughs> got the hell up out of there. She was like skedaddle. Now, here's the thing, man. Um, I'm not very. I'm not very. Like knowledgeable about the England United Kingdom prime minister situation, but I'm going to use it to frame it a little bit differently. So this is not going to be breaking news. We're going to not talk about the politics in particularly between the conservative party, which is not similar to the conservative party here. So people are kind of getting that mixed up. All right. But the conservative party over there, what she tried to do, how she got into the office and how she got the hell up out of there. <laughs> she was like, hell no. So I could focus on my career. United Kingdom, bro. Hey, I want, I want everybody, in my opinion, in my opinion, we'll talk about this. The United Kingdom uh, remember we did that entire show. Maybe we didn't do it here. We did it with the Money Mindset series. We did it with the Money Mindset series. And we talk about uh, the United Kingdom, how they were the primary income, they, how, they were, how they led the world, and they became second, second place in the United States, had placed them, replaced them as the primary, pretty much the primary currency around the world, um, the primary economic power, if you will, around, right around the end of World War II. United Kingdom became second rate to the United States. I want people to pay attention to what's happening to the United Kingdom. That potentially could be us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's you. It's a mess over there. It's a mess over there. And so if you don't know, the United Kingdom had their third female prime minister and she resigned after 45 days. 45. 45 days. <laughs> Jesus. Hold on, but And look, look. New, 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 new world order. Are we ready for female leadership? This is going to be, that's how I'm going to frame that entire conversation, right? I know they already had two previous female prime ministers, right? Margaret Thatcher. And uh, I think it was Theresa May. They've already had two. One of them was held in high esteem. You know what I mean? In case you get into the political politics or everything, one of them did a good job and served their full term. The other two have not, you know, are we ready? You know what I mean? Are we ready? I mean, come on, you can't give up on your job. You can't give up on your job after 45 days. So I could focus on my career. She was like, why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Yeah, yeah. She was like, yo, I want to get my stuff in. We're going to put in all my work. She was like, why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Yeah, that's what she said. At first, she was like, so I could on my career and we was like okay we'll give it a shot and she was like why do i have to work i am sexy i 
am sexy. Are we ready for this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Ladies, they be like, I want to do it's kind of like your big sister, you know what I mean? Or your little sister. I can do it. I can ride the bike. I can ride with you. And then she wants to ride with you. You know what I mean? You guys are going with your big friends. You know, you're hanging out with the cool kids. Finally, the cool kids let you in the group. And then you're like, oh, man, the cool kids let me in. We're going to ride our BMXs or our mountain bikes all the way up, down five miles and five miles away from home for the first time. You're like, I'm going to go with the cool kids away from home. Then your sister comes up. I want to go with you, too. You're like, oh, sit your ass down. I finally got a chance with the cool kids. She was like, I want to go with the cool kids, too. Sit back. I can do it. Promise. I can do it. I can hang with you guys. Oh, God. She goes and tells mom, mom, <laughs> you won't let me go on a bike trip with the cool kids. And then all of a sudden you, all right. Mom's like, you let your little sister go. She can do it. She can do it. She has power. She has female powers. Those legs. Let your sister go. And then you're like, damn. All right. Well, if you get caught behind, we're going to leave your ass. I won't get caught behind. I promise I can play. I can do it. We can do it. And then you guys go riding off. You ride half speed to keep up. She, her little legs churning. You ride half speed. You're like, damn, hey, man, slow down, cool kids. You know what I mean? My little sister's here. They're like, damn, we shouldn't have invited this dude. <laughs> and then they like, the cool kids take off. They start burning. you like, you in a quagmire. You're like, should I stay with the cool kids or leave my sister ass back there? <laughs> and then you're like, the cool kids taking off. So cool kids, you gone. You're like, ah, I'm out of here. You're like. And then your sister's, wait, guys, you're going too fast. You're leaving me behind. There's alligators and snakes. Why don't you leave? You're not, you're trying too hard. <laughs> so you keep it up with the cool kids and y'all laughing, y'all sniggling. <laughs> she going up the hill. <laughs> you guys are going too fast. I'm going to crash. Then all of a sudden, she crash, break her leg. She barely break her leg. She get a little scratch on her knee. <laughs> all right, then you got to go back. All right, damn, I can't leave her out there. A bear or get her or something like that. You take her back. She limping back. You got to hold her bike and ride your bike back and then hold her because she limping. She limping back into the house crying. <laughs> Her tears are turned into dirt. She get back in the house. <laughs> they left me back there. There was alligators and bears and kangaroos, rattlesnakes. He ditched us. He ditched me. Why did you leave your sister behind? Well, guess what? She couldn't keep up. You can't do the job. You thought you could keep up, but you couldn't. Now I'm grounded. I got to give up my Nintendo. Because she back there <laughs> eating a popsicle. <laughs> she winking. Told your punk ass. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, huh? Then you like, look. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Look, I, I've had sisters, so I've been in that situation. They always think they can keep up with the big dog. You playing with the big dog. You can't come out with the big dogs. Sit your ass down. So, so this woman, <laughs> this woman, the prime minister, 
She done resigned. She at first she was like, I can do the job. Queen of England, I can do this job. Give me the job. I'll be uh, by the way, the prime minister has significant power. I mean, I mean, look, there's a prime minister basically is the president compared compared to us, right? Compared relatively. I can do the job. It was like, give her the job. So I could focus on my career. 45 days later. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Bruh. (laughs) Oh, man. You know, ladies, we love you. You know what I mean? We we really, I, I want people to understand. People think we hate women over here. I'm like, it's not an example of hate. We just irritated. You know what I mean? <laughs> we just irritated sometimes. Just like irritating. You know, man, like when we want you around, we want to cuddle up. We want to feel the good times. We want to smell your hair. <sighs> we want to do all that. But then you like, we want to build buildings and we want to do the good jobs. I want to be out in the limelight and in front. All right. I want to get money. And then we're like, okay, well, it seems like you're going to do your job, aren't you? She do she does her job for about 44 days. And then on the 45th day, she's sitting out in the parking lot like this. You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch. <laughs> she like. Why do I have to work? I am I am sexy. Yeah, man, sorry. Look, somebody said, look, here they are right now. And you came late to the show. I said third. Look, he's like, I guess you never heard of Margaret Thatcher. Come on, bro. I already acknowledged her. I already acknowledged her. I hate you late. Man, the class started at 815 West Coast time. The class started at 815 West Coast time. Yo, dumbass, come in late to class and then trying to set me straight. Sit your punk ass down. Here we go. Look. I already covered it. <laughs> I already gave her her props. I already said she served her full her, her full sentence. I said she was one of she's out of the three. She's the only one because as far as I remember or understand, they are supposed to serve uh, um uh, they can serve up to ten years. It's like a decade. I might be wrong on that one, but I was just reading up on that. So Margaret Thatcher was selected in 1979 and finished all the way up to 1990. She did her job. She did her job, but they're 33%. They're one for three right now. <laughs> they're one for three. All right, because the, the third one only served thir- three years. And then this last one, 45 days. Sit your punk ass down. One for three. I'm tired of you punk ass people coming in late trying to correct me. He says they serve as long as they want, as long as they are elected. Okay, well, Margaret Thatcher went 10 to 11 years. Theresa May, three years. And then this one, last one, prime minister over there, Liz Trust, 45 days. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Right. All right. We're going to talk about that. 45 days, bro. Okay. Let's just put it in this. If Kamala Harris was elected, if Kamala Harris was elected president or selected, she's one heartbeat away, which is very close for us for Joe Biden. You know what I mean? I've done some dumb things. 
and I'll do dumb things again. If Kamala Harris was selected and she served 45 days and she was like, why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. What would we think? What would we think? Let's just put it in perspective. You might not know what's going on in the United Kingdom politics. I don't I don't have a I don't have a great clue. <laughs> but what if we did Kamala and she was like 45 days in? Nah. <laughs> you know what I mean? She was like, I changed my mind. Or essentially what happened over there. We'll get to it. She couldn't get her shit off over there, right? She was either too moral, too good, or she was too evil. We got to figure that out. Somebody can explain it. She was like, yeah, I'm going to do a moral thing. And her political party was like, nope. Nah, we, you ain't getting your shit off over here. Nope. <laughs> you ain't getting it off. Nope. They was like, you ain't doing what we want. Oh, you think you could do that? They was like, nope. Get out. They basically just stonewalled her. And she gave up. Look, 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 look. There's something to be said. There's something to be said that she gave up in 45 days. <laughs> All right. Or did she really give up? She was like, yeah, she was like, yo, she was like this. New, 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 new world order. We'll get into it. And by the way, I don't profess to be very proficient in the political structure of the United Kingdom. We're just going to cover it from the basis, from the from the argument. Are we ready for primetime female leadership? Are we ready? Are we ready for this? Because we basically have had several female leaders already undercover, right? Uh, Hillary Clinton did a lot of, uh, for the most part. Nancy Pelosi has had significant political power in our country here in the United States. She's essentially been a, I mean, she, it, it, let's just say this. If Biden resigned and Kamala Harris took office, 45 days later, she ran away. Nancy Pelosi would be the president. So, you know, Nancy Pelosi has been a very big political figure. And I mean, Nancy Pelosi literally was like going to go fisticuffs with Donald Trump on January 6th. So she's been in deep. She's deep into the swamp. So she's yielded significant political power. She was the. Um, she was the uh, speaker of the House. I mean, come on. I mean, significant political. Are we ready for prime time? Mm. We're also going to talk about the Finnish. The, the Finland prime minister, she out there allegedly hanging around people who were snorting lines and she out there strip dancing. Come on, man. Are we ready for women to lead us? Yeah, she's one of the most powerful people on the planet, Nancy Pelosi. People really underestimate the power and influence she has had over the last two decades. I mean, she's been essentially a, a major public figure for a long time. Anyway, we took a long time to get into that. But let's acknowledge the people who have contributed to this show early on. CGA Live, dollar sign CGA Live is how you do it on the Cash App. Uh, Venmo is Coach Greg Adams TV. Also, also, she's suiting 100% from the stocks. Yeah, yeah. She basically is like a queen. You know what I mean? She's serving at, like, yeah, man, she's behind the scenes powerful, which is actually a lot more threatening because she never really takes the accountability, right? But she's come behind the scene and she could just keep blaming whoever she wants to blame. She could put up Joe and dude, she's pulled rank several times on Trump and Joe Biden. Like people really underestimate what Nancy Pelosi has done in our world. But I won't get into that. Here we go. New, 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 new world order. She's an alpha female, they say. All right. Oh, PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. All right. So, oh, also to contribute to on Super Chat, you got to go over to the Notorious CGA channel. All right, the Notorious CGA channel. 
But uh, I think I think if Nancy Pelosi got the presidency over here, she'd be out in 45 days, too. She'd be like, oh, hell no. She don't want the seat. I, I'm venturing to say right now, Nancy Pelosi does not want to be president, that she has no interest in that because she can keep her power doing what she's doing behind the scenes. Anyway, get Paul Pelosi going right there. Anyway, what do we got? What do we got, man? We're not going to get too political, but we got to talk about this. Are we ready for prime time? Are we ready for women to lead us? Is this a great example to point out? This woman couldn't get her policies done, and she was like, I'm out. New, 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 new world order. All right, shout out to Irrational Irrationality. He says, threw the people's elbow on a mastodon last night. <laughs> Whoa. All right, Albert Reska says, we need the, we need what? Wait, no, we need this one. Wait, where is it at? It is all Jermaine <laughs> In a British it's accent. We need it for a British accent. Yeah, she literally was like, oh, those men won't let me do what I want to do. They won't let me do what I want to do. She came in. I'll install morality. We'll have good economic policies, and we'll do all of this. They was like, get the hell up out of nope. here. They was like, nope. And it's all Jermaine Fox. El Chino, Fox. happy belated birthday, coach. If a girl can celebrate their birthday all month, yes, they do. He says, we can certainly set aside two days for the notorious one. Yeah, ladies be celebrating their birthday. They let everybody know. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> he said, somebody said, wanker, stop my train wreck. You know, there's, man, there's so much to cover there. Did they know she was garbage? Like, I don't know much about the lady. I don't know about much about her, okay? Did they know she was garbage? They was like, bro, we ain't doing nothing she wanted. Did they sabotage her? Or did they actually help the country? United Kingdom, stand up. Did they actually say, Dude, if we let her try to get off what she's trying to get off, they're going to ruin us. Or did this, did the, new, 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 new did they step in because she wouldn't be a puppet? She was like, they're going to kill me, <laughs> right? I ain't trying to get assassinated. Yeah, the, the market crashed real quick because she came in. She was like, this is what we going to do. We going to tax the rich. They was like, oh, hell no. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> Pull her down. Setsana says she is going to blame Jermaine, it is yeah for sure yeah the party is split yeah the, okay so the parties we got a lot of united kingdom shout out to everybody in the united kingdom uh feel free to uh clue us in feel free to clue us in we're we're over here we're the ignorant americans over here that y'all abandoned long time ago or we abandoned y'all we fought you but yeah we we don't know what y'all doing over there <laughs> we don't care no we don't care neither <laughs> Cheerio and hip hip hooray and tea for everybody. You know what I mean? This is going to be tea. The United Kingdom tuning in. We're going to have tea crumpets, tea time with CGA. There have only been three times I talked about the United Kingdom. This is this, I guess. Where Alexander Ruffer says MTR did another live stream <clears throat> of Hafez versus just pearly things. And coach, it was bad to watch. He says, coach, you don't even have to say anything. Your points are battle-tested and undefeated. Yeah, man, sometimes you got to realize that in a debate, saying less is more. And uh, sometimes you don't have to interrupt the person because people want to debate. They want to kind of see if you interrupt the person and go back and forth. Sometimes you let them dig their own hole. Gunslinger, happy to the happy birthday to the Bruce Wayne of this shit over here. He says, mine was the 14th. 40 came quick. Guys, we always tell you get that. I just recently found out that the Bible has been the most red pill. They have the most red pills in it. 
for those who have eyes to see men as always hold the line yeah the bible is the the bible is the book i mean at least is is the book as far as we know i mean there's been a lot of reprints there's a lot of stories passed down and a lot of people have changed the direction of how we interpret the bible we have various ter- interpretations of this thing is real but if you actually go down and look at some of the words that are in there and study it to Afis's point, it should set you on the path of having a wonderful family and a marriage, but it doesn't. People don't read that part. Brown through and oh, shout out to the hardest working ladies working inside of air conditioning, cool buildings with running water and electricity, so strong and brave. All right, shout out to them and shout out to the brothers that I gotta go uh take a crap in the porta potty working outside in the damn desert heat. Equality. Wow. Castigator says, watch out for those late ninjas, coach. Yeah, the late ninjas want to come in here and correct me. Ty says, uh, there's no limits of how long a British prime minister can serve. Okay, I actually looked it up. I was looking it up because it's different. And somebody, somebody were saying basically you have, a, I think it was a seven, eight, 10 year limit. But you can keep it going. Most people don't go that far. I mean, I actually was going to do a calculation. Some people die. Some were assassinated. Right. Like some people quit. So it was interesting to see how many people were how they got out of office. All right. But in terms of the women, it was mostly resigning. Yeah, most don't quit <laughs> in 45 days, though. 45 days. Okay. By the way, 45 days is the record. She set a record. So let's just put this in perspective. She's the shortest running, she's the shortest term running. Prime Minister in the history of the United Kingdom. Good Lord. <laughs> he also says, uh, Trust was punished for tabling a proper conservative low-tax budget to charge the economy or to change the economy, I believe. Or you mean to charge the economy through, oh, okay, through production rather than depress it against the agenda. So, um, interesting there. So, new, 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 new world are you order. saying she didn't? She wasn't willing. Okay, we're gonna get to that. I don't know if we should do it first. Should we do it first? Because people are assuming we're actually hearing potentially that this is a coup, that she wasn't willing to play puppet, and she took a stand. We heard people there was a mutiny. People were jumping off the ship. Okay, people were resigning on her left and right. Some powerful members in her in her cabinet. So people that were serving up under her that was supposed to be, um, you know, putting her up and they potentially basically sabotaged her. All right. Interesting stuff. She went Kanye West. All right. So anyway, and by the way, she's still in office. She resigned, but she's going to stay until there's a replacement. So she's lame duck right now. She's lame duck. And were they against her because she was a puppet or she wasn't willing to play puppet or it was because she was a woman? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. But she, it's a little bit rough over there with the United Kingdom people, man. They will get you. Anyway, man, look, I got to get over to these cash apps. Shout out to the number one stunner. Oh, what, 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 what? He says the UK prime minister was considered a rhino. All right. So we're kind of, we do have to compare it to the United States. So she was considered a conservative in name only. And she might have been trying to push them over there that their party was like, nah, you're not pushing that over there. Interesting stuff. Fill us in. Loud Pocket says, no woman can lead me to do a damn thing. And I'm just going to tell you, one of these days, we're going to have to 
deal with this situation. I mean, let's just say Tulsi Gabbard comes out of nowhere and she's uh, the president. That would take a big, pretty big coup. But let's just say, now what if she gets in there? There'll be turmoil like there is in the United Kingdom. So we should pay attention. I think any woman who becomes president in the United States, she might face the same thing. Let's say Kamala Harris is president tomorrow. You think? Do you think the conservative party and the liberal party is going to just give her free reign to try to do whatever she wants to do? She might take a stand and say, no, nah, I don't support that bill. They're going to run her ass out the office. <laughs> the liberals will run her out the office. This is what I'm saying. This is my opinion. This is what I think happened to this uh, uh, Liz Truss over there, Prime Minister Truss. I think her own party ran her out. And I'm just going to say they'll run Kamala Harris out, too. In my opinion, the, the, the liberal party will run her out because they're going to press her ass so much. She's going to be like, why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. She'd be like, no, nah, I ain't dealing with this shit. This would be my opinion. This is only opinion. <laughs> right? Because they're going to press her if Kamala gets into the office. And don't think it won't happen. We still got two years with our boy, Uncle Joe. Shout out to Brian Horsley in the building and then we have uh mr uh chevalier i believe he says happy birthday thanks for eating that young buck up young dudes gonna have to learn to respect their elders mr oj is in the building happy born day coach watching the replay of the blue chip mindset appreciate you freeze boy is in the building thank you for that one and then dominic says happy birthday coach yes indeed somebody also says hafiz Maybe your average at best moment. All right, let me get a couple more on the Venmo. PayPal, you always last. <laughs> always last. We got, uh, yeah, Mr. Sam says, happy birthday, coach. Thanks for your content. You have no idea how much you have changed my life. You are my favorite African-American over here, free agent for live. You can use Samson for my name. We'll call you Samson. Thank you, brother. Okay, let's get into this mess over here. So look, before we start, we're going to start over back over there in the UK. We're going to start back in the UK, and we're going to show you a story uh, that's interesting. It, it it's, it's about Lady Diana. If you know, she probably would be the future queen at this moment. She would be the current queen at this moment, but it just didn't work out that way. You know, divorce, scandal. All of those things, and uh, she's not here anymore. So we're not going to talk negatively about the dead, but we want to talk about this because this video is going around. It, it relates to Michael Jackson, who is not here as well. All right, all of these people in this story are dead. All right, you know, that's just what it is. And I don't like to speak ill about the dead, but I find this curious. Yes, I find this curious. And if my show <laughs> shuts off, I didn't have internet until about 30 minutes before the show popped up. I think they were clearing out the cobwebs around town and I didn't have internet, but if my show pops off, I'm just taking a piss break. Uh, somebody says, woman king proves we, we are ready. Okay. Uh, but let's show this video and the people in the UK are going to be irate at me. They're going to be like, bloody hell. This is a story about, uh, where is it at? Lady Diana pulling up on Michael Jackson. Hmm. And um, she pulled up on Michael Jackson with her husband at the time, which his name was Prince Charles, who's the king now. 
And she pulled Michael Jackson to the side and whispered in his ear. And he was like, do you like my feet? <laughs> do you want to see my feet? That's pretty much what the conversation was. And she was like, I want to be dirty Diana for you. Michael Jackson was like, hmm, should I clap Diana's cheeks? These are these conversations that are going on. So Michael Jackson was trying to, he was trying to, he was trying to kiss and tell. Now this is uh, in the background, they're playing the Billie Jean music. So I might get a little bit of a censor here from Sony music. Speaking of Sony music. New, 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 new world order. Let's share the video, man. Interesting story. And look, this could happen to anybody, guys. This could happen to you. Yeah, man. And that's you. She was like, yeah, I'm a bad girl. I'm dirty Diana. <laughs> Yo, Diana out here in these streets. In these streets. Yo, we kind of knew she was a little bit of a freaky deke. She was like freak a leak. All right, let's play the video, man. Where is it at? I got I to gotta find the tab. Oh, here it is. I think you guys might be able to hear this. Okay, let's play it. At some point, she called me away from the line. Damn, that's loud. Hold on for a second. At some point, she called me away from the line. I think they were in the line to meet the queen. I, I'm not sure. I think they were in the line to meet the queen. So Dirty Diana called Michael Jackson away from the line and said, stand over there real quick. <laughs> okay, here we go. Fair use with the Michael Jackson music in the background. I might have to stop it occasionally to prevent the copyright. And, um, and I saw Chris Charles looking at me. Okay, so I'm going to stop it because I'm going to have to try to prevent the copyright. So there's, there's visual proof. Michael Jackson got receipts. Michael Jackson got receipts. And so she was like, oh, Prince Charles was looking at me. So Michael Jackson even saw Prince Charles was like, yo, you with my girl? And that's you. Prince Charles was looking at him, looking at him, ready to take his ass out. So here goes Diana right there. There goes Michael Jackson. And she's whispering to him, do you like my feet? And I said, oh, boy. Uh-oh. She said, I want to talk to you. So Hey, he knew Michael Jackson knew he was like, oh shit, this jumped to no good. <laughs> Somebody says this sound like a deep fake. Okay, who knows? No, no, no. They actually have him on video. Who knows? I don't know. Deep fake. So he was like, oh Lord. He was like, I got my ninja, ninja, ninja go take over. He wanted that flat back. You know what I mean? He like, he, you know, you don't know Michael Jackson. He wanted that flat back. He saw them. He was like, Kaylee. He was like, hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independent. All right, let's continue. I said, yeah, what's, what's happening? She said, are you going to do Dirty Diana tonight? Ooh. I said, no, no, I took it out of the show. All right, I got to pause it for the music. She was like, are you going to do that? Dirty Diana, no. Dirty Diana, no. Dirty Diana, no. <laughs> and she was like, nah, man, I took it out of the show in respect for you, baby. You the princess. You the virgin. You've been trained. You're going to be the future queen. I can never sing a song like that. Dirty Diana, no. <laughs> All right. He was like, no, baby, come on, man. I'm trying to pay respects to you. This is the Aisha Curry moment where everybody was like, no, Aisha, you Steph's wife. I respect you as a woman. And she was like, 
She was like, I'm about to take all my clothes off. She was like, hey, I'm a 304 up in here. All right, here we go. Out of respect for you. She said, that's my favorite song. I said, are you serious? I said, I took it out of respect because I'm dirty, Diane. You're in the audience. All right, so there's a, there's right here, Michael Jackson. There's a video of him of allegedly talking about this. Hey, baby, I didn't want to disrespect you. You was a good woman. We know you a good woman. We only know you've only had sex with one man. I would never do that. I would never do this to you. So at that point, I couldn't put it back in the show because it was too close to showtime. So, um... All right, so he got receipts. Here comes Dirty Diana. Look at how she looking. She looking, look at how she looking. She like, mm. I'm going to do something to that man up there. All right. And Prince Charles up in here ready for the, uh, you know, he ready for the snipers to take Michael Jackson out. I remember um, Prince Charles leaving the line, walking over to us and he said, what are you talking about? And she said, oh, nothing. Ooh. <laughs> Yo, they do it all. Look at that, bruh. Man, you can't trust nobody out here. You can't trust nobody. Hey, uh, what are you guys talking about? Mm, don't worry about it. <laughs> yo, look at how she looking, bruh. Yo, you can't trust your girl around anybody. Boy, they all up in these streets, bruh. In these streets? Not even the damn princess. Not even Princess Di Dirty Diana. So when you walk up and your girl, oh, this is this is Dexter, my work husband. We talk all the time. You know, he gives me advice about life and he rubs my shoulder. And then you're at the work meeting. Hi, Dexter. How are you? Hey, what are you guys talking about? Perhaps I can get involved in the conversation since you guys are just friends. Then they'd be like. <laughs> oh, nothing. What the fuck, dude? I gotta play it. I gotta play it without the audio, just so I can get to this point again right here. Oh man, bro, not your own girls. Hold up, let me see. Oh wait a minute. What the hell? I don't like that. It. Get it out of that. What's picture in picture mode? I don't even know what that is. Let me re let me look. Can I turn the audio off? At some point, she called me away from the line. Damn, I have to play it again just to get back to that part. And. Um... I saw Prince Charles look at me. Fair use. And I said, oh boy. She said, I want to talk. Oh, I done messed it up. Anyway. <laughs> All right. I can mute the tab. All right. Uh, where are we at here? Where's my tab tab that I need? I can't find it. I done lost it. All right. So let me take that off. Take that off the screen. Man, your own girl's out here pulling up. Dirt. Hey, she was like, Michael, man, meet me around back. I want you to sing Private Dancer and Dirty Dancing privately for me. And Prince Charles, hi, guys. You know how they, you know how dudes like Prince Charles, he looked like a dude that will wipe his nose like this and extend his hand out for a handshake. Mm. <laughs> right? He one of them dudes. He'll be like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, hey, how's it going? He didn't came to piss on his hand, all that. He looked like that type of dude. Wow. Let me let me mute the I didn't mute it all the tab now. Let me see if I can play it and come back to it. Let's see here. So let's see if I can share the screen again. Michael Jackson, by the way, he he wanted to. I won't tell you what he does with his personal life. 
All right, we're not having that conversation. So here we go right here. Let's see. He going he Michael Jackson got the receipts. You think he got Oh, by the way, there's another part of this interview here. I think I shut it off too early. Check this out. This is going to really get y'all. I'm going to have to unmute it when we get to that part. So he's talking about he took it out of the show. He didn't want to sing it. Dirty Diana in the audience. All right. Prince Charles hating on him, giving him the side eye from across the room. And uh, let's see if we get here. Here we go. All right. So let's unmute it. Let's unmute it. Get back to the show. I remember um, Prince Charles leaving the line, walking over to us. And he said, look, look at that. Look, hey, look, hey, do you know when women look at you and they tilt their head down and they look up like that? That right there is a sign. She choosing. No, not these hoes. They want a big time bank. When women do that, right there, that is a choosing signal sign right there. She choosing. Caught. Look at her. She was looking at her. She undressing Michael with his damn with her damn eyes. Woo wee. Yeah, that's that lustful look. She like, mm, what I would do to you. <laughs> If a woman never looked at you like that, you ain't it. All right, here we go. Look how she looking. That's called status. Here we go. Hey, what are you guys talking about? You're talking about, and she said, oh, nothing. Oh, she put her shoulder. Oh, nothing. Oh, oh, nothing. Oh, nothing. Like that. Now watch this. Listen to this part. So that was that story. There's a couple of other ones, but I don't want to, you know, (laughs) say too much. Whoa, 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 Mike. Hey, Mike. He said there's some more stories, but I don't want to tell (laughs) y'all. Jesus Christ. Wait a minute. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Yo, Mike said, I got some more stories. I got some more freaky tales, but I ain't going to tell you. Damn, bro. That's why Michael ain't here. Hey, after all of this, we know why Michael ain't here and why Diana ain't here. Maybe the conspiracy theories can put something together because both of these people disappeared off the planet a little bit before their time. I got some more stories, but uh, yeah, Sean, you know, I saw her 10 toes up. <laughs> I had I had Diana 10 toes up. Yeah, you know. I can't tell y'all, though. Whoa, hey, man, don't ever think Michael Jackson was out here a scrub. Now, I don't know what else he's been doing out here. Boy, you got to watch your girls, man. You got to watch your girls, man. That's why, man, anyway, I don't want to get disappeared, man, by Prince Charles because he seemed like a, I'm sorry, King Charles. Forgive me. (laughs) All right, here we go. These streets are cold on these 304s. This is the next segment right here. Let's go ahead and see if we can pull these clips up right here. Boy, we got a hard time, man. As Kevin said, winter is here. Winter is coming. CGA says the barbarian is at the gate. These girls are struggling out here. Let's go ahead and show you a couple of tabs of what we got going on here. And that'll take us to the next segment. I was like Emilio has shared this. This is apparently a TikTok. Women Women love to broadcast all of their stuff on TikTok. So this girl looks to be a hairdresser. Or I don't know what she's doing. She looks like she works at Sephora. I don't know what she's doing. She says, going back to retail after making only $3,000 in spicy content in two and a half years. 
Yo, they tell they they tell all their business on TikTok, and I don't find TikTok to be very much of a good app. I use it, and they try to ban me all the time. All right, in the comment section, I don't even look at the comment section. All right, but um, in this situation right here, hey, bro, they tried to sell some peace leave, and it was like it didn't work. Nope. And this girl, for all intents and purposes, could be your next door neighbor. Again, I'm always warning you: you never can really understand who is doing these things. They might act like oh, I've never done that. I would never consider doing that. And she tried for two and a half years right during the pandemic. She was like, all right, let me go meet, go get a ring light. Let's go get a cell phone. I got my camera and I'm going to make spacey content. I'm going to be rich. Okay. But now, and she basically said, why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am. She sexy. made a total of $3,000 putting that old chicken cutlet ass body out there. I mean, come on. What did you think you were going to do? Just bleed the girl next door. Uh, I better go back and go get a job. She lucky she went back now. <laughs> the price of peace leave is plummeting, as I said, in 2018 and 19. I was like, price of peace leave going to plummet. No, it ain't. Right, It's going to become more valuable when the recession hits. No, it ain't. Ask strippers right now. I've done the breakdown on this. Strippers are the first indicator of how bad the economy is going because once the strip clubs start running dry, that means people are holding on to their money. So... People think the opposite. Okay, uh, I got laid off on my job. It's a recession. I got laid off. I'm going to go strip now. That, that's the worst time to go strip. <laughs> okay. Worst time to become a content creator selling peace leave is in a recession because the market is going to get flooded. So she found out. She tried to do it for three, uh, damn near three years, made $3,000. And now her ass back working at the Sephora. And she's acting, she's going to act like an innocent girl. Mm. You guys got to do a deep dive. Read my book, 52 Things. It's not even a book. It's a manual. Start investigating these people, man. It's getting cold out here. What about this one? This is a seeking arrangement profile. Seeking arrangements turning into uh, what women are trying to do. They're trying to get sugar daddies, but give no sugar. This is actually reprehensible behavior, and it's a dumpster dive over there now uh, because of the recession and people getting laid off and economics are getting tight and hyperinflation or inflation in general. And uh, it's going to get worse. So women are going, hey, man, it's tough. Let me just go find old men and finesse them, meaning I'm pretty. Give me money. This is basically what women are doing over there on Seeking now. It's a sad, sad thing. Here's the Seeking profile. She says right here, uh, this is an indicator right here. It says platonic. All right, when you see that, run, okay? So if you see platonic, it's all bad deal, right? They just want free money. She says, I'm 22. I have a daughter who is eight months old. She's a single mama at 22. By the way, um, one of the best pieces of advice you can give your daughters is to never become a single mother. One of the worst things you can do as a woman is become a single mother. You basically have taken life and you tied life, your lifeline into a pretzel. All right. You're on a roller coaster now. So she's a 22 year old single mother. She might even be with the daddy at this point. Who knows? Uh, what does she say right here? She says, um, I have an eight-month-old daughter. Where the daddy at? I'm a single mother who really needs money to provide her daughter, provide for her daughter. I love being spontaneous. I love talking about anything and everything. I don't care about gender. So she really desperate. I don't care if you're a sugar mama or a sugar daddy. I'm a stay-at-home mom. She ain't got no job, which can be pretty hard, but I love it. So you're a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> 
you live with your parents or you live with the boyfriend or the da daddy. What, what are we doing here, guys? Dude, what are we doing? People have all this smoke for me and they let these people get a pass in life. These are losers. Straight bottom of the barrel. And we, when we're going to get to the rebellious spirit of women in a minute, young daughters, because people wanted to always bring up my daughter and had no regard for my son. What would you tell your son about this information? How do you prepare him to not get divorced? Great. Nobody cares about men. But we're going to show you what happens to these spirit of rebellion people here and why they get cast off by their fathers. And then they say these fathers need to help these women. Nope. They were in the spirit of rebellion. They ditched them. And rightly so. Okay, don't stress your life off over your daughter. Okay, don't stress your life out. Because you already had a wife stress your life out. Then your daughter out here in the spirit of rebellion, get the lead a ass alone. <laughs> Sink or swim, baby. Get the hell up out of here. You're going to figure it out. So let's get back to this goofball. I'm a stay-at-home mom, which is pretty hard, but I love it. If you want to know anything else about me, message me. Now, in seeking... What they're going to do is they give you another bit of information down here to, to say what you're looking for. She wants friends, platonic vacations, luxury lifestyle, life and leisure. Sometimes they don't give you much to pick from. Says right here, I honestly just want a sugar daddy or a sugar mama. Okay. I don't want it to be sexual. <laughs> okay, look. I find it reprehensible that people come over to that platform. Although it's more of a dating site now. But you're just putting it out there. Just give me free money. I don't want to do anything. Just get, look. I want you to give me the money, but there's going to be no sugar. <laughs> I, I got no sugar for you. I just had to make, what is this? Why do people believe they can do this? Why? Because they're desperate. What else does she have to say? Unless you want pictures. I don't think, why do, why do they think, wow. Pictures do nothing for me. I can't even look at pictures online and get aroused. Right? That's what happens when you've been in these streets. I can't even look at pictures online and get aroused. Right? I'm like, Pfft. I'm like, I need to get a video and I need to let it warm up and marinate for five minutes. And then I'll be like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> All right, here we go. Unless they're feed pictures. But anyway, she says, unless you want pictures and you have to pay for any pictures. Unless it doesn't have any nudity. Really, I just want someone who will provide me and my daughter. Provide for me and my daughter while I provide companionship and bring joy and excitement into your life. As a single mother, it's really hard providing a good life for my daughter. Yeah, because you're a single mother. Brothers, this is what the intent. We nobody Nature did not intend for this. And again, to Hafiz's defense, what he was trying to do is put this part out and he wasn't dealing with me in an argument. He was trying to say, we need to keep black families together. It was a generic argument. Yes, we do. But we also need to have people not do this because now keeping black families together with a woman at age 21, 22, who's already ruined her life is no possibility. She's already um, praying mantis another man or she chose the wrong man. This is actually reprehensible. But give me free money. Provide, provide, what does she say? She says, wait a minute, I'm lost in space. As a single mother, it's really hard providing a good life for my daughter. I just want someone to provide <laughs> for me and my daughter while I provide companionship and bring joy and excitement. No, you need to provide some peace leave. That's what you need to provide. <laughs> you need to provide some, yo, 
I don't need no companionship. She's looking for a 70-year-old lonely-ass man. And now she want me to pay for some pictures. She says, I hope someone understands that and will be my sugar daddy or sugar mama. And she has that laughing emoji. I can be your best friend and do exciting things for you or with you while getting paid for it. While getting paid for it. I'm going to get paid and do exciting. Like what? All right. You already ran a guy off. What else did she say? Sounds like a win for both of us. I'm genuine, a great communicator, and a great listener. Woo! Shit, it's cold out here in these streets. This is crazy. This is absolutely insane. But this is what we're dealing with because this is the economy. This is the decision-making we're doing. And they want to call me. Somebody said that's called a husband. Yeah, I mean, literally, you could do this for a husband. You could get married and then pull the sex card off and then provide companionship and all this stuff while taking care of her daughter. It's getting cold out in these streets. It's getting cold, and they're out here doing some things. These are your daughters. So why you act acting like I'm the bad guy? These are your daughters. These are your neighbors. These are your nieces. These are your cousins. What are we doing, y'all? All right, you want to see what else your nieces and daughters are doing? It's cold out here in these streets. This video's been circulating quite a bit. Somebody shared it on our locals page. This is what, listen, this woman's kind of thick, all right? I would say she's plump, okay? She's borderline. She's young, so she's probably in her early 20s. So she's on the plump side. She's going to be a busted Pillsbury biscuit. I mean, she already is, but she knows how to dress her body, and she's still young. Let's listen to what she's doing out here on these streets. This is a professed OnlyFans model. Again, we showed you that you could be an OnlyFans model and be a next-door neighbor, right? Like that woman that says, I tried it, and I'm back here at retail. So let's go ahead. These aren't these scab peeling skeezers. These aren't the low quality women. This is just regular women. Let's go ahead and play it. Have you ever had sex with a celebrity? Yes. Who? One of CMG members, ESCG. She's super soggy, but um, she's out here saying she's had sex with celebrities. That was the question. There's a podcast called The Wiener. Oh, sorry. We in Miami. It says Wiener. We in Miami podcast. I mean, people going to hit guys hit dudes hit anything. So hitting, having sex with the woman is not a qualifier. Okay. Dude's going to hit, but we're talking about, this is going to be somebody's future wife. And this, she thinks she can do this. So she's naming names. She's naming names. I don't know who the guy she's naming. ESTG, ESTG, but apparently they know, you know, maybe a generational thing. How many times did y'all do it? Like four. Like back to back or like? Yeah, back to back. Damn, you was okay. Thick. By the way, man, Miami is Miami. I know there's a lot of beautiful people in Miami, but just the way the competition works, the, the women there, they they mostly 304s. Okay, just the, the competition level, right? You got to be 304 and out there. You can't just be, unless you live somewhere outside of Miami, you got to be 304 and out there. All right, anyway, continuing. <laughs> did he cut a check no unfortunately he didn't i was drunk <sighs> i know i fucked up on that <laughs> all right so these are these are her fans now because most of them then sucked off a lot of other people right here but they're all looking at her wow you got to sleep with a rapper all right but uh she's saying she was drunk she's using that as an excuse never let women use i was drunk as an excuse she did exactly what she wanted to do all right but um 
Um, she didn't get paid for that one, so that was a freebie. But she's gonna make you pay to take her out. Let's continue. So let's, have you yes. ever done anything freaky to a celebrity? An NFL player. Like All right. Oh, wow. Dude, look at the back. Dude, she busted, man. Dude, she's a busted Pillsbury biscuit can. And so, again, she's going to say I've been with four of them. I've been with four NFL players. So just so you think you're going to have a standard for women, right? Uh, men who are willing to pay her are going to pay her to blow her back out. I mean, and you're going to look at her like she's a six, like she's a six. She's like a five, really. She's really like a five. Okay. I mean, the only thing she's got going for her is good genes. I mean, good skin. The only thing she's got going for her is good skin. Her skin, it, it appears to be flawless, right? And so that could be enough for a guy. Now, she has makeup on her face, so we can't really see the whole thing. But that side view of the chair, her, 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 her stomach is bursting out of those jeans, right? But that never has stopped anyone from hitting. Now, she's going to say four NFL players in the same week have paid her. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's continue here. Oh, four in at the same week, time? In one week. I mean, I wanted to have fun. <laughs> I got flown out by four NFL players back to back in within Damn. one week. I was busy as fuck that weekend. Okay, so somebody CC says, I made a bag. All right, guys, when women go get on there, what we call, this is what we call the carousel. So she got busy on the carousel. Do me a favor, hit the like button because the more people that like this, the more people are going to come to the stream. When I see the number at 1700 on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, that means the like button hasn't been hit. Soon as we get to like 900, 1,000 likes, then I get to 2,000 viewers. All right, so more people aren't getting recommended this video. So go ahead and hit the like button or we'll get belly deli. We're already in belly deli right now. Look at her belly. I mean, her back, everything. This person got flown out. But what happens is when women want to go on a rooster carousel tangent, they go crazy buck wild for about a week, two, three weeks, maybe four, sometimes three months. And then as Black Ram 313 says, when they want to break from that getting ran through, They'll retire, repackage their peace leave, and get into a relationship. But in that week or two or three weeks or three months, they've been getting busy. And it, you know why? It's because they've been getting busy. And as soon as I say that, the numbers go down. They've been getting busy because they can. They have the options available to them. They might need to have a financial emergency. She might get in a bind, Nate. I'm in a bind, Nate. She might be in a bind. Now, you're going to know nothing about it because it's going to be a short period of time. She's going to say, oh, I've been busy. Sorry, I don't get on the app as much. I don't get on Instagram as much. I was traveling. I was trying to figure out life. While she was doing that, she was getting clapped. They don't just sit there and do nothing. So let's go ahead and continue. Damn. I made a bag. That's why they I'm cut here. a check too. Yeah, all of them did. Wow. That was four. What were their names? Okay, I'm gonna say the team Steelers. I think like three of them on Kansas. Okay, she said Kansas, but we're just gonna assume that's Kansas City. There's no football team in. There's no professional football. I mean, there's no for professional football team in Kansas technically, but she says three of them on Kansas. Okay, so we're just gonna assume that's Kansas City. Three of them on Kansas and two of them on the Steelers and ETGC. E yeah. Anyway. Three team members on Kansas City. She did um, say, end up saying Kansas City. But guys, 
This is what we're doing out here. The streets is cold. The streets is cold. And so when you're acting like, what's the, the dating market look like? Well, when people say, well, those are those women. Guys, That the number of women doing that is, is growing exponentially, especially for young men. Like for young men, your women are doing that. Let's just say it's 10% of women, which we know it's a probably be 20 to 25%. Okay, I'm going to say it's 20 to 25%. It's growing. They're going to have their fun and then later on say, now, I'm not complaining. Somebody wants to pay her to go ahead and skeet on her and do all of that stuff. Have your fun. My complaint is do not go over to men and repackage yourself and want to be wives. Stop doing that. I don't like I don't mind that you're a service provider, but you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. And this is why marriages will struggle in the future. Hafiz and them running around here. Hey, man, the divorce rate's going down every year. It's going down. See, see, see. And then somebody will argue, well, less people are getting married. No, that's not it. It's going down. Well, chill. The divorce rate is not even what it is until you look at the entire length of a marriage. Stop looking at the divorce statistics year by year. Oh, it went down. See, that's what Hafiz's argument was. Well, see, 10 years ago, it was this, but now it's this. No, you have to look at it from the entire length. Take it over a 40-year window. People now that have been married for 25 years are getting divorced now. They're not, they, they made it 25 years. And people are saying, see, it hasn't gone down because these people stayed in marriages longer. But then they start getting divorced. And then you go, see, they're still getting divorced at a higher rate, even at older ages. And this is because hoes are getting turned into housewives. When we look at the future of Gen Z and millennial marriages, when we when these people get 50 and 60, then you're going to see them jump off marriages. But right now they're sticking around because of the economy. These people want to take one to 10 year marriages and say, see, <laughs> it's actually trash argument. They'll take a one to 10 marriages that are between the years of one and 10. And they'll be like, look, man, see, we doing good. 10 years is nothing in marriages. Let me get to some super chats and PayPal's. 10 years is nothing. You don't evaluate marriages in 10 years, certainly on one year. Freaking one-year marriage. And he's like, I'm the king of marriage. <laughs> I'm going to tell everybody how to do it. Our next story is going to be these, uh, man, you're gonna, we're going to have a poll on this one. Stop using that trash argument. By the way, a uh, one-year marriage, I'm sorry, a 10-year marriage is equivalent to a short-term marriage. If it's under 10 years, you're in a short-term marriage. I got to reset PayPal. They bugging. While I do that, we're going to go over to, we're going to go over to the Super Chats on the Notorious CGA channel. Crypto Keeper. He says, Coach, you cooked a feast. That lady didn't read my Super Chat well, but I was there to support. Also, Donovan Sharp had a video all about it in support of you. And shout out to the all the content creators who reviewed the, the uh, video as well and had their input, whether it was positive or negative, I appreciate it. And you know what? Um, I saw a couple of other content creators that typically we've had our interactions problem-wise, and they were in support of my side of the argument as well, which is, that's a positive. And I think we have to remember, despite the fact that we have some minor agreements in this sphere, we are all in agreement that men need help and support. And my argument was in support of just not myself, it was in support of men. That's the big message there. We don't want men to get ran over and thrown under the bus. 
We don't want to see that. And we're actually voicing that. And people know that. Yeah, man. Shout out to those. Shout out to every content creator. And shout out to the people who are trying to even come up and build their channels and their TikToks and their Instagram. Shout out to everybody. Yeah, somebody said these guys have supported me. Some people supported me that um that um that that, that there was previously no support and there was they they weren't afraid to voice their lack of support for me and they supported me through the argument. So that shows that either dude was super delusional or we're all on one accord or both. Shout out to NSA Al Hobbs. He says, Coach, the deep international state won't appreciate what you put out in the public. He says. Coach Gang protect CGA as always. Nah, you know how it goes. New, 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 new world. Ty order. says the conservative party is a backstabbing party. So there you go, right there. And he's talking about the conservative. Well, he might be talking about the conservative party here too, but uh, he's talking about the conservative party in the UK. So they're a backstabbing party. Wow. King Gangster says we're gonna have to check in with feminism soon. The social credit score is real, but that's the only way to stop the message right, to punish you for speaking your truth or at least presenting your point of view is to demonize it and then they punish you somehow. It's tough. It's tough. Crypto the Keeper says, Coach, you should consider doing another seeking deep dive stream, straight fire content and funny as hell. Well, we definitely do that on the Locals channel. We're going to do this on the Locals channel. Seeking's a mess now, all right, because I actually I predicted it was going to be a mess because we said the normies are going to come over. Anytime normies come over to any platform, they destroy it normies destroy everything and by the way normies are the general population meaning these are the majority we call them the silent majority these are the people who basically do five things all their lives they have five points of conversation they don't have a philosophy of life they just winging it they just winging it every day <laughs> normies just wing it so a normie will do this like normies invaded facebook and killed it Normies invaded MySpace and killed it. Normies invaded Instagram and killed it. Normies invaded YouTube, destroyed it. Normies invaded dating apps, killed it. They nor normies invaded, you know, normies are like parasites. Normies are like parasites. They invaded Twitter, destroyed it. Any anytime they come over and become the majority or somewhat close to the equal society, and the, the they they kill it. And by the way, the 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 way you recognize normies kill it is when the kids leave the platform, right? So normies invaded seeking. They killed it. They're going to kill it. Normies are nothing but a plague because they don't free think and they get offended. But they, but the what happens is the platform they invaded was a free thinking place or young people actually had it and young people felt comfortable to talk and share Normies invade TikTok, killed it. So uh, what happens is the youth come over, go over here. The adults are over here. The youth are having a conversation and fun. Then your mother goes over there. Oh, wow. What are we doing on Facebook? Wow. You can share little selfies of yourself. You can put a deer nose and deer ears of yourself. Wow, this is great. You can post about what you ate. This is fantastic. Well, then the normies come over there and they do that shit for a little bit. And then they see the young people having a conversation. They're like, wait a minute. What you talking about over here? Wait, you can't say that. You can't talk about that. This is reprehensible. No, you should censor this. Report. Delete. They calling you up. Why did you post that? <laughs> so then the young people run. They're like, oh, shit. The normies are here. 
then they go to their own thing. This is why they actually love Snapchat because when they post something, nobody can see it other than who you share it with. So they the kids could do their stuff in anonymity without the normies messing it up. Same thing with Instagram. The kids went to Instagram for Facebook. All right, they were having a party. Then all the 35-year-olds went over there. Oh, we can post sexy pictures of ourselves. They go over there. Okay. They start looking at their kids' posts. What are you doing with that red cup in your hand? What are you doing having fun? What are you doing traveling? Don't you want to settle down? The normies come over there and they frick it up. They frick it up. And then the kids get the hell up out of there. Kids leave. And then you're trying to go over there and, and put your stuff out there. And they're like, this is reprehensible. This goes against everything. You're bitter and hurt, bro. Then you go over to another platform. The kids run. They go to TikTok. We having fun over here. The girls are dancing around. 16-year-old girls dancing around the bikinis. The normie go over there. The millennials go over there. Okay. They're like, we want to dance around too. The 45-year-old woman. We want to dance around too. Oh, TikTok's fantastic. Then you come over there. I'm going to pull up a political post. They're, they're, the normies are arguing with you on TikTok. <laughs> they're reprehensible, bro. Normies ruin everything. They ruin the comic book. They ruin, they ruin Marvel. They ruin skateboarding. Everything a normie touch, they ruin it. <laughs> everything a normie touches, they ruin. They ruin all the fun. They're the party poopers. We need guidelines to protect people from... Why don't you just don't go over there? <laughs> yep, they ruin video games. They ruin music. We need to put a stamp on side there. It says parental guidance. When did that stop anything? When did the stamp parental? It actually helped people sell records. People that didn't curse on the record put a parental guidance sticker on their damn uh, album because they knew they wouldn't sell the damn thing. All right, let me put a let me put an E. Let me let me rate it T for teen. Oh, it's T for teen. I don't want it. I want the I want the MA mature audience. Kids like that shit is T for teen. I don't need it. They ruin everything. <laughs> yeah, the dancing nurses on TikTok. They went over there. We're going to dance during the pandemic. They have no. <sighs> Normies have no sense of self. Normies walk slowly in front of groups of people at amusement parks. They have no sense of themselves. We're in, they, they walk slow across. <laughs> they're dragging their luggage, just going nowhere in life, walking slow, blocking everybody else from getting where ever, everywhere. I'm trying to get the baggage claim and hit my Uber, baby. Get the hell up out of the way. What's the, what's your problem? Get the hell out of the way. Why don't you walk closer to the side of the wall, please? You're going to do that bullshit. Get out of everybody's way. They drive all slow. I'm going to hit the brakes on him. He's going two miles over the speed limit. You're not the police, Normie. What, what, what Normies have to understand is they're not the police. But they want to be the police. Citizens on patrol bullshit. No, no, that ain't your job. Sit your ass down the side. Get out of the way and let the police do the job. 
It's crazy, bro. Look, look, look. Don't police people. I'm gonna police him. I'm gonna I'm gonna make him tailgate me and slam in the back of my car. Then have a neck injury because he's speeding three miles per. Look, there's a lane over there. Get your ass out of the way. <laughs> Normies. Oxygen thieves. They never win at anything. They never win at anything. Well, competition is actually against my principles. We shouldn't be competing. Should be all run of the mill, right in the middle. Oxygen thieves out here. Knuckle draggers. Yeah, Normies come to your city and ruin it. I want to live in Los Angeles. Don't move to Los Angeles. You're broke. But I deserve to live here with the women, weed, and the weather. By the way, don't smoke weed around me either. <laughs> Instead of leaving the restaurant, their asses will complain about you having fun and doing what the hell you want. Look, man, why don't you leave? I have a right to be here. I'm a normie. Yeah, they ruined Atlanta. They ruined Atlanta. Normies ruined Atlanta. Black normies. <laughs> they ruined Atlanta. Remember Atlanta in the 90s? It was halfway country, halfway freaknik. You know what I mean? It was halfway, halfway. You know what I mean? Like if you want, if, if you lived in Atlanta in the 90s, you could be like, let's go have some fun. You go down downtown, you know what I mean? You go have some fun and then you come back to your country ass house. Then you could be country. Park it, you park in your car all up on the damn grass. No sidewalks. Mosquitoes everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Rain and thunderstorms in the shower in the middle. You could be in Atlanta, a country. Nah, everybody had to ruin down there. I want to go to Atlanta. Black Mecca. They left Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, New York, Houston. They all ran their ass to Atlanta and ruined it. What you know of Atlanta now is not Atlanta in the 90s, in the 80s. Atlanta was the country. It was like Memphis. Or it was the country. They ruined it. Brought their principles down there. Now dudes walking around here, shuffling, sniggling, high-heeling, bruh. All right, let me stop. I'm supposed to be doing PayPal's. For people who lived in Atlanta, because I used to go to, I had family in Atlanta. I used to go down there every probably three or four years for family reunions or funerals and all of that stuff. I used to go down there in the 80s and the 90s. I used to go in the 80s and the 90s. I seen it. Country-ass place. Country. It was half country and a half a little downtown. Now, <laughs> bro, they ruined Atlanta in less than 30 years. By the way, not only did they ruin Atlanta, and it's not just Sniggles, they ruined every major city. Every major city is pretty much ruined. Okay. All right, let's get to these. Shout out to my brother. Oh, my brother from Germany is in the building. Yes, that is a German name. He said, happy birthday, coach. Great show as always. I know you're busy, but hope you get that signed book to me at once. Please check your mail. Um, and he says right there for October the 9th, best greetings from Germany. Shout out to you and the coach gang. Yeah, man, I owe you that. It's been about a year. Okay, look, I owe you a couple signed books at this particular point. All right, but I thought I got on it. Shout out to uh, Jesus. He says, Coachy, 45 measly days. I can see Hillary Clinton and Harris doing the same ish. Kamala definitely will resign in 45 days. Hillary Clinton, by the way, no, nah, I don't think Hillary would do it. She's taking everybody down with her. Caitlin says, what's up, Coach? I watched FNF cover a story you touched on two months ago about a woman regarding being a SLUT. They showed the video of her reading her own article. Wow. And she couldn't handle her emotions that well. Casual sex is no joke. And women will continue to lose by partaking in this. 
and I think men will as well. It's not that healthy for men or women. It's worse for women, but it's not even healthy for men to be doing all of that. I get it. I get it. Like we we're we're out here too much. Still ain't gonna stop me though. <laughs> all right. He says, I always have been amazed to me. It always has been amazing to me how mainstream media always tries to paint Diana as the victim every time. Everybody, uh, even she wanted to be a 304. Uh, women, regardless of the decade, have wanted to be 304s. Yeah. Well, we see that of Generation X. They're the prime example of that. They didn't get the chance to be out here hoeing like crazy. So now they're trying to make up for lost time. And they're out here 45, 45, 52 is the new 25. And Sizzle says, hope you've had a happy 8K47, coach. He says, more blessings and more to come. He says, you slayed Hafiz, CG8. By the way, they call it doom and gloom, CG8. He says, but we call it staying wise and protecting our meat and our time. Much love. And I've been seeing a lot of people even agree, even though they don't agree with the RP. They actually do agree with some of our points that we pointed out, man. It is what it is. Uh, Let's see here. Chaos says the UK is messed up ever since Brexit, which they exited, what was that, 2018, 2019, 2020? Uh, he says, that's why I left to live in the mainland. Also, nearly all the UK black brothers have passports since kids. So we don't see what all the fuss is about with the passport bros, which is a good point. But I actually touched on why brothers in the UK traveling and having a passport is somewhat different than what men experience here in the United States. So passport, because our country is very big compared to the United Kingdom. Also, our country is somewhat isolated on our continent of North America. Like Canada, United Kingdom, and I'm sorry, Canada, United States, and Mexico takes up the entire territory. To leave further than that takes a big effort. Not only that, we have other things that we can do within the states where United Kingdom doesn't, right? United Kingdom is kind of right here off on the side. But Europe is right there. And then every Europe, European country and is, is like an American state. So it's a little bit different with our view of traveling. People in Europe travel and it's a big deal, but it's not. Like you got to have a passport to go to the next state, to the next state, to the next state. In America, we don't. We could just leave and drive the whole damn interstate and we're in a whole different territory. So that's why we look at traveling different than Europe. And by the way, for us to go to Europe, we have to actually take off three weeks and we might see three cities. We got to go to Europe four times, which if you do the cost analysis, that's going to cost a lot of money. It's going to cost a lot of money. Like we can't just go a week somewhere, but I can go a week to, from Indianapolis to Atlanta and I can experience a lot. Matter of fact, I can go I can go um, from Indianapolis to California and I can hit Vegas, California, San Diego. I can hit a lot. It's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. But I think black men are starting to get to the point where they understand the traveling is something that they are able to do economically and they have the option to do it. Just remember, interracial dating 67 years ago was very, very. It was what you don't do right now. We're able to do that. And that opened up a portal. Now we're now saying, oh, we have the ec economics and the freedom to leave our women behind and go chase some skirts somewhere else. But people have been doing this forever. People have been doing it forever. What do we got here? Let's do a couple more. I got to do PayPal. Y'all need some. No, I did them all. 
Uh, Henry Resilient says, you done made Hafiz stop uploading content. He said he's waiting 10 years to prove Coach Red Pill wrong. What? <laughs> Give him the buzzer. I'm not Coach Red Pill. <laughs> All right, but uh, wow. Wow. Anyway, let me get back to this show right here. Oh, we're going to do a poll on this one. We're going to play a video of a man, a brother. He found a, a young sister out there. She was being a lot lizard. She was out here being a ring rat. And she's out here in these streets. Okay, listen. In these streets. We're going to talk about daughters and the spirit of rebellion. We're going to play this video because this man has some commentary about men raising daughters and why your daughters are out here on these in these streets. In these streets. Now, we know a lot of girls are being choosing to be in these streets, or we have a lot of women raised by single mothers. And at a young age, they will have the spirit of rebellion. They'll say, I can do it out here. They'll be like, control. All right, doing their own version of Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson was the one of the first mainstream artists to demonstrate leaving the comfort of the father to go have control of her own life. Her album Control was basically the rebellion against her father, right? <laughs> it's the spirit of Jezebel. And typically people were like, yeah, he was the bad guy. The father was the bad guy. He was trying to protect the daughter. And she was like, now I'm in control. That basically is what women do. If you ever want to figure out what young women do to their fathers, that's it. Okay. <laughs> she said she was almost 30. So, yeah, it was in real time. And now, now, look at what uh, has come of Janet Jackson's life. I'm just going to let y'all know. <laughs> Janet Jackson's life has been a disaster. She'd been married 50, 11 times. She went over there and finessed the Saudi prince of the money. Made more money from the Saudi prince than she ever did in her whole damn record career. And look at her life. She should have just stayed up under Joe Jackson, right? But a lot of times they're like, I can do better. I don't want to listen to you. And so they want to go get in control. Now, let's go ahead and show you what's going on here. Let's see here. Uh, this is from a guy, Fair Use, Washington Nation. He's getting almost a half a million views on this, but he only has 13,000 subscribers. Let it be known, gentlemen, that. You can do this as a YouTuber. You get paid on views, not subscribers. Here we go. Please. Oh, hold up. Let me see here. So this is the brother right Try here. Try this 90-second oh, trick to instantly reduce your winter energy bill. <laughs> I'm not signing to my YouTube. All right, so anyway, give it a second. I could sign in, but I don't want to sign in. All right, here we go right here. You see that straggle-daggle, though. All right, we're back. We're back, we're back. Let's see if we can get it up right here. Let's see. This is the brother. He's a truck driver. Shout out to all the truck drivers in America. It's a black brother. Black brother. Strong brother. I'll never go without you. Know about this issue, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. As you can tell by the title, you probably already know what it is. But prostitution at the truck stop, lot business, whatever you want to call them. I call them recreation reptiles. Anyway. He called them recreation reptiles. I hope you guys can hear this. So he's talking about the lot lizards, the prostitutes, the women, the recreational reptiles. These guys know if you guys work as truckers or bus drivers, Greyhound bus drivers, or you guys travel on the interstate, you know when you get to these truck stops, them lot lizards going to be out there. They're not the best looking, but they're going to be out there. It's a beautiful young lady out here. I don't know if she's working the parking lot or not. Whatever she's doing, man. But I'm going to try to see what's up. Help her out. Get a shower or something to eat, you know. Okay, uh, his humane side has come out 
And what he's trying to say is I found a beautiful, in his mind, a beautiful lot lizard, a beautiful recreational reptile. And instead of taking advantage of her, I'm going to interview her and get her a shower and a meal. Okay, I'm not going to clap them cheeks. Now, he probably wanted to clap them cheeks. And we're, this is where we're going to put up the poll here. Should this, should men like you help women like this? Now, before you answer that question and before you come in with your good heart and your Captain save hope okay, I want to remind you that there's been a phrase, don't save them, they don't want to be saved. J. Cole also said that. I believe uh, whoever said that. Uh, Willie D said, let a hoe be a hoe. Somebody said, yep. You gotta, you, you, you gotta, you gotta let a hoe be a hoe. Ho, should you guys go out and do your best? Save them. Now, you're going to see the interaction between these two, and you're going to see that potentially she didn't want to be saved. She's in the spirit of rebellion. And she knows she done messed up her life. You're going to see her. It's pretty sad. Let me see here. Should men, because in his comment section, they're, they're, big, they're big upping him. They're giving him all kind of kudos for giving her a shower, but we'll get to that. Should men, men look to save women in this situation? I know I'm not, I'm a cold hearted snake. You can look into my eyes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's been telling lies. All right. Should men look to save women in this situation? The big takeaway, the big takeaway, the polls up on the free agent lifestyle channel. The big takeaway, we don't know her story. We don't know her story. What did she do to get there? I'm always curious. How did you get here? That will determine if you're willing, uh, savable. That's my whole point. How did you get here? You will learn that she probably is in the spirit of rebellion against her father and her parents. You will learn she potentially she was raised by a, uh, a single mother who stripped the father of custody Fought him, he got away, and then all of a sudden, then uh, the mother, then she rebelled against the mother. The mother didn't see it coming. All right, let's play it. I ain't trying to run up in nothing like that. They're just, I mean, I see young black lady out here working. I see her suitcases everywhere. Everything, um, look at it. I don't know if y'all can see her from inside my mirror right there. She laying on a suitcase back there. And, um, yeah. I talked to her already for a little while. I'm going to y'all look at the conversation. Um, look, brothers, if y'all see these sisters out here, man, these youngsters, try to steal right, man. Well, uh, okay, okay, okay. He said, and, and fair use to him, I'm not providing any criticism of what he did. He made his choice, and that's what it is. He said, when y'all see young sisters out here, save them. Especially young sisters. He said, when y'all see, when y'all see young sisters out here, save them. Let's continue. That girl daddy is, you need your ass to fucking whoop, dude. Okay, okay, okay. Now he said, the volume is kind of low, but that's because he's speaking through his headset. He said, whoever's daddy, wait a minute, whoever her, is her father, you need your ass whooped. That's what he said. Again, do we know the situation? Many women do rebel against their fathers. I give you many examples of this. And then the father says, well, I ain't fighting this woman. 
oh, go learn on your own. Go learn the hard way. Go hit your head. And she was like, I'm taking my luggage, a suitcase. Okay, move the hell out. Okay, what are you doing? So he's saying that the father made a mistake. How do we know? We don't know that. <laughs> we don't know that. We can assume that, but we don't know. What's the story? As men who have been fathers, you know that it's not always that black and white. There's gray areas. Let's continue. Because your baby out here on the street and um, shit ain't right, man. Watch the video, man. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Still using that old heel. Man, what the hell? <laughs> feet. We got some feet pictures here. All right. There she is. I know people are like, get ad blocker. All right. Just, I just haven't signed in on Foxfire. Relax. All right. So there she is right here. This is the young girl. This is the girl right here, bro. This is the girl right here. So she got suitcases. She, she's, she's sitting in, or I don't know if she's sleeping in a laundry basket. A laundry basket. She's sniggling. She's sick. She's sniggling. And she's often somewhere in the back of a flying J parking lot. Right. So this is the back end of the parking lot. She looks like she's there by choice. I don't think anybody left her there. The pimpin ain't found her yet. Or maybe the pimpin has disposed of her. She's sitting in the laundry basket and she's somewhat thick. She looks like a big girl. Like she could be tall, like five, nine. But let's go ahead and play it. Which proves to me women will be comfortable like this. They'll be like, I'm comfortable like this. I'll make a life out of this. Right. And then you'll go save them, give them food, clothing and shelter. And they like straight, not all of them, but like straight cats, they will run their ass right back to this spot. Because because you set rules and guidelines for them. You set rules, guidelines, and boundaries. They'll run their ass right back out here and wait for another simp. And um, somebody just mentioned something. She looked like she played basketball. Yeah, she has the body of a basketball player. She looks athletic. Let's continue. Why you laying in the sun, man? You might not hear all the conversations, so I'll tell you. I'm going to H-Town. Yes, she has a young voice asking him where he's headed. He says he's going to H-Town, Houston, and she wants a ride, essentially. Huh? Can you ride? Yeah. I can't have no riders. What? I can't have no riders. What? Shit, they got cameras all looking at my ass in there. I'm going to assume drugs are playing a part of this, and this is why women who do drugs, they are going to, they never really end up well. Um, let's people that do drugs don't end up well, but particularly women, if they get on drugs, it's bad. Where? In the truck. Also, also why you don't date women that have a history of drugs, because when they were on drugs, they probably were doing some things that you don't want to know. Continue. Some cameras with the um. Yes, they can. They see the whole truck. Oh hell! You try to get me sent to prison. Now, nah, I wish I could take you. 
Now she's sitting there with her legs wide open. All right. Some things that young generations of women don't understand why we tell women, keep your legs closed. Now I want to just have my stuff. Uh, keeping your legs closed is basically going to save you in a lot of situations, whether bad or good. Uh, but when you're saying they're looking all splayed out there, that's giving men an indication that you're offering something. Unfortunately, that's what it what what it is. Now, this guy, be, to be honest, I know he wants to hit it, but he's feeling a certain way about her because he might see her as that could be my daughter out here. A lot of guys will have that moral stance and he's struggling right now. He wants to get an easy nut, but he also was going, man, damn, this girl kind of out bad. I don't know nobody out here. What you doing out here? How you get out here? Huh? Moving around, huh? How old are you? 21. Okay, she's 21 years old. 21, so we got the answer right there. She's in the junior college age group, and I think she's been out here for at least a, a year or so at 20. 20. You hungry? You need to take a shower? You need a shower? What's up? Oh, a video suggestion just came up, and he put a card up, surprising my 17-year-old with her first car. So th this kind of plays into it. His card popped up, says, surprising my 17-year-old daughter with her own car. So he, this is definitely what he's wrestling with. This could be his daughter. So he kind of is looking at it as he probably want the nut, but he's like, damn, this could be my baby girl. So let's go ahead and continue. I need to either get somewhere or like, in a room. huh? I need to like move from here or like get a room. Are they tripping? No, they haven't said shit. How long you been over here? I've been to CBS too. Yeah. Damn, homie, put, put the, oh, I guess maybe he don't want to record this part because her legs are open, but I see more wilderness than I see her, but let's continue. You what, tired? I have no, I don't know any motherfucking person out here. She's scratching, so she's on drugs, right? So she's on drugs, so she's scratching. She got the creep, the crack crawlies going on and the fentanyl fitch, fidgeties. So that's playing a part, but I'm just going to say she probably didn't start off on drugs. She just ended up on drugs. Here we go. Help you do what? I mean, I'll give you a couple of dollars or whatever. What we have to understand is getting giving these people a couple of dollars is not going to change anything. Okay, it's nice. It's a nice gesture. They need a mentality shift. These are the strong and independent, right? This is what happens when you rebel against your parents, not just your fathers, your parents. You get thrown out. Parents are going to deal with that spirit of rebellion and let this person take them down because they want to party and smoke crack and be 304s or any of these combinations of things. And so she's thrown out. We need to know why. But I mean, ain't too much I can do without putting my self in jeopardy you know what i'm saying yeah so yeah there you is all right so now we get a different view of her this is her um she's gonna explain her story how you get on these streets like this man at 21 just 
life. Yeah, she high. She's definitely high. Which tells you that anytime she gets money, she spends it on drugs. This is something you can't solve, guys. You can't solve that. Get together, man, okay? Truck driver's hitting that, too. I don't like to see our people like this. I ain't trying to preach to you. But I got kids your age. She just like, can I suck you off real quick for the $30, man? Stop preaching to me. So again, Generation X men, yeah, he's a Generation Xer. Generation X dude trying to preach, trying to get her on the right path when she's in the full spirit of rebellion. She's in the spirit of Jezebel and the 304. All right, she don't want to hear that. She just wanted to go, man, give me the $30 real quick. Let me suck that off real quick and keep it, keep it moving. Or drive me to Houston. Okay, I don't want to need all this shit. She nodding Where your mama at? Huh? Mom's at? Locked up or just not around? Mm. This dude right here, he, he got her all in the corner. You know he's wrestling. He's like, damn, should I get this nut? <laughs> I can get this off real quick or I can be the superhero. He had to pan the camera. Why are you talking to her in between trucks, bro? Come on. You know you you know what you want from her, bro. He wrestling with life right now. God damn. Look at this red bone. <laughs> this nice little pretty young thing right here. <laughs> anyway, let's continue. So I take it you and mama ain't getting along. Sometimes you got to suck it up. Yeah, look, you got to suck it up. That's what's on his mind. He be trying to put her titties all in the screen. Poor dude. Hey, look, this is why I talk about Sims. This is why I talk about Sims. Y'all act like y'all don't want what we want out here. We all want a little bit of good feeling. We want to be wrapped up in a woman's warm embrace. Stop it. Stop trying to act like you can't see yourself splitting her guts. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Let's just be honest. He's wrestling with this, and he should be admitting it. I was wrestling with it, boy. I had to really hold off as a man. Don't be up in here with your moral compass. I don't see her as something. Dude, this is what she does. This is what she does. You know it. You know them as recreational raccoons or whatever you call them, reptiles. You know them as lot lizards. You know what she does out here. And this is all she wants. <laughs> all she wants is 30 bucks and to suck you off. It's serious. If this, is what it, this is what it is, but we're trying to wrestle with the demon. Stop, stop trying to save her, man. She don't want to be saved. She doesn't want to be saved. Let's continue. She can't even look at you. She's like, my mama's in Dallas. My daddy, I don't know. Give me my $30. If I wanted to be preached to, I'd be sitting in a laundry basket near a church. I know you don't want to, but shit. I've been I've been there and did this one before. Got to suck it up. I ain't bullshit. I'm serious. Oh hell, <laughs> Jesus! All right, I'll sign in next time. Oh, for a second, I'll sign in. I'll sign in. I used to hate when YouTubers did that. I'm like, man, sign in and get the damn ad blocker already. What the hell is this shit? All right, here we go. 
15 years old though. Out on the street. I suck up something, call something, man. He said, if I was you, I'll suck up something. Suck up. What you gonna suck up, bro? What, dude, what's on your mind? Just get it out, man. Be honest. Don't you trying to berate these men out here for taking advantage of this girl? She exactly where she wanted to be. Stop telling me to use Brady Browser too. Suck up pride, I guess. Suck up pride. <laughs> suck up pride. <laughs> he tried to tell her. Uh, suck up something. You need to suck, suck it up, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it up. <laughs> Yo, you know what's on his mind. You know you need to suck it up and go to your mama and suck it up and suck up. Stop, stop it, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Follow some rules. I mean that you don't want to follow. I'm just saying. I mean, you can fake it till you make it. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, all did it, but this ain't it. She like, will you give me my thirty dollars and drop your drop pants? He said, you follow these rules and guidelines and follow the rules of a pimping. You know, I have you out here. I won't have you out here on the cold. You know, I have you on the track collecting that money. You can follow these rules, and if you can listen and be a good prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> And he try to act like he's the moral high ground. By the way, shout out to the dude here. I know he's gonna find me. He's gonna be like, man, this ain't red, this is reprehensible. But let's just call a spade a spade. He got her in perfect prime position to get what he wants right now. And he wrestling with the Lord. You got three people ahead of you now. I'm gonna put my phone on charge and let you know when they do it. She posing to go to or whatever. She, hey, she displaying her body. She's like, dude, do you see this? She's fully displaying her body for him. It was like, this is what I do, man. She's like, do you see this? She like, look it, look, look, look. This ain't tempting you. What's wrong with you, fool? Pay me my money. Money for get something to eat too or something, okay? She don't want All no right. food. Yeah. All right. She just wanted you to beat it up. Stop. Boy, 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 y'all. You as that pretty young lady on the street. This pretty young lady on the street. He gone, man. He gone. Today she ain't selling no pussy. But she probably is. She probably is. Really? It just don't make no sense. It makes ain't do nothing for you though. Because uh, um she now this dude's a problem to me. I know people are like he did the nice thing. This is problematic. He's solving no he's solving no problems. He thinks he's solving a problem and doing a good thing. No, I don't think so. I think it's nice of him. It's noble that he didn't rest. He wrestled with his lust and his morality one. That's nice. Good for him. But as soon as he left, she was sucking off somebody else. I mean, that fast. And she was injecting something into her arm with the $30 you gave her. Nothing changed. Nothing changed. Let's continue. No, no, no. I'll get back with y'all. All right. I'm going to give her the shower guest number 68. All right. So let's go ahead and skip to this part right here. He's 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 registering a shower for her at the truck stop. Who is messy in here, y'all? I'm sorry, but I ain't cleaned up this morning. Let's go. 
So now he's going to be, you know, he's going to be Mother Teresa. Yo, yo. I ain't got one ahead of you by the time. Now she like, hey, this is where I normally do my business. I think she's packing she up. Walk up there or whatever. Damn, she got a lot of stuff, man. This is terrible. This uh, She got a cat. Is a kitty cat? She has a cat. She has a damn, she has a pet. She has a pet. Oh, she got somebody hanging with you. Here, check this out. You go in there, you the guest number 68. Now watch this. This is where I want you men to learn. Because the poll is up. The poll is up. What is What does the poll say? The poll says, should men look to save women in these situations? Most of y'all, most of y'all out here, y'all got the heart of H-I-T-L-E-R. <laughs> y'all out here uh, and on the Notorious CGA channel, 96% no, 95% no over here. Um, I want you to notice how appreciative this woman is. Notice how appreciative. I want you to count how many times she says, thank you, old man. Thank you. I've been needing a shower. This is what I need. I appreciate you. You're a humble man. You're my king. I want you to notice how many times this woman says this. Let's continue. They got a screen by the showers. And whenever your number come up with the shower, then you put that code in it. I'm like, I got to give you $30, man. That's all right. Thank you. Get you something to eat. There's man. one. There's one. $30. Thank you. She was like, I usually have to do something for that. Thanks. Stay away from these stupid motherfuckers out here, man. Don't do yourself. Nothing that you go regret. She like, man, my daddy already told me all that. Next. Huh? Don't do nothing you ain't gonna regret. You know what I'm saying? I know you gotta do what you gotta do, but hey, I'm just letting you know, you young black lady, you beautiful as you need to be. <laughs> <laughs> my man got that lust demon. He got that lust demon. He fighting it. <laughs> he fighting it. He like, Lord. Mm. Mm, what I would do. Continuing. You know, like I say, if you got to talk to your mama, suck it up. I mean, I don't know what's, what's the issue with her. Suck is, it up. You know, I don't know you, so just. Man, what the hell all of this? Hey, Generation X. Generation X baby boomers. I want you to listen and listen good. These people have the attention span of a gnat. They do not want to listen to y'all old ass. Gen X, and I know I'm doing a live stream, so I got to talk a lot. Hafiz needs to understand this. People need to understand. Stop talking so much. But what he's doing is trying to prevent himself from doing something bad, right? You know, he knows he wants to do her dirty. He does women dirty like this. So he's sticking around and talking and wasting his time. And she's like, shit, man, just get away from me, man. Whatever you got to do to make it. That's the shout. That's the that's the guest number when it'll say shower. Guess 68 and then say go to shower. It have on the screen what shower you go to. Let me see if it's up here. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. Let me see. Let's see. Was it shower number 69? <laughs> Jesus, 68 or 69. She didn't say thank you yet for the shower. You might be ready now. Come on, bro. Oh, you're next. Let's see. You say you're next. So let's go tell me. He want to go in the shower with her. He going to be up in the shower with her. In a minute, what shower to go to? <laughs> you got, I think, about 10 minutes to get in there. But I ain't going nowhere. If you want to 
leave your stuff right. I'm gonna be here for a minute. <laughs> I'm going to be here. Uh, yeah, you can leave your stuff. Just go shower up and get that thing, get that kitty nice and smelly good before I smash it. I'm going to be here. Just leave your stuff right here. Go get, take a shower real quick. <laughs> so. He didn't record that part. Well, you won't have to. Um... Yeah, I'm going to be sitting here for a little. Okay. I'm going to be sitting here for a minute. You know, I'm just going to shower um, we'll sit here and wait and see what number they say you next. So, all right, here we go. He's still there. He's still there. <laughs> Did she shower yet? Number three. Look at that. Shower number three. All right. All right. All right. No. All right. Thank you. Thank you. You're my hero. I appreciate everything you've done for me. Thanks for taking the time to listen. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me. I'm going to change my ways. You've helped me. You helped me see the error of my ways. I'm going to go back to my mom. I'm going to go reach out to my dad. Nothing. Nothing. All right. <laughs> That's all he got. Ninjas, are y'all going to waste time in society doing this? Uh, helping one. This is like him becoming his. Her, uh, he. This is like him marrying his his her mother. And thinking that's gonna change her out to be the better. No, man. She gone, man. All right, man. Take it easy. Good luck, okay? She ain't say shit back. Good luck. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yep. She ain't going in that shower, by the way. Woo! Do me a favor. Like this, like the hit, like the stream. We're gonna get into the UK. We're going to get into the UK. We're going to end the poll on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. 94% said no, don't help him. I, I'm on the I'm on the scenario to not help him. Move along. Nothing's going to work here. He wasted his time. Yep. And um, 95% on the, no, sorry, 96% on the Notorious CGA channel said no help. Nothing's coming out of that. I don't think anything anything good. It was nice. It's a nice gesture. But it won't change the direction of her life. She needs something else. And she's going to be back <laughs> doing it anyway. Look, let's catch up on Super Chats and everybody. Um, appreciate y'all. Venmo says, El Jefe says, CGA, did you see the video that resurfaced of Meghan Markle giving Roadhead? Oh, no. I didn't. The UK going crazy right now. Happy belated birthday to the GOAT. Travis Cook says, if you, it, wait, if you consult the graph, with the highest earning ethnicities, the top race are known to disown rebellious offspring. Only the community will house a daughter who is for the streets. Yes. In the streets. We need to have long conversations about rebellious children and daughters. Typically, sons don't rebel in that way. Sons, no. You know, sons might at some point get into a confrontation with the father. Father knocks him the hell out. He makes sense. Uh, rebellious daughters are a whole different situation. Rebellious daughters. So sometimes they'll rebel even in their teens. Sometimes it might be in their 20s. But when they rebel, they actually, it's kind of like a wife that divorced you. They go down. They bring everything down. They will bring you down. They will bring you down. They don't give a rat's ass. And they, if they never correct themselves, they'll be 30, 40, 50, still living in your house. And, or still you supporting them. They'll never get it. Sometimes you just got to let them go. And knock their head around. <laughs> you could be like, hey, 
I refuse to let you bring my name down in shame. I refuse to have you out here not listening. I'm not, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be around me telling me what you ain't about to do. And I'm the king of this ish. Out. Out you go. You know what I mean? Like, I, I actually have done this in my situation. I was like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to learn the damn hard way. Go ahead. You're going to learn. I was here to protect you. Okay. I, I created you. I was here to protect you and give you guidance. If you go full rebel, I ain't got nothing to talk. I ain't going to be here to save your ass. <laughs> I don't, dude, people are, that's a hard conversation to people to have. Because what we do is we let these people ruin our lives. You will let your mother, your mother, go out here and be a strong, independent woman. Then when she flops, you got to go ahead and move your mama in. And then your daughter, your wife rebels against you. You stick out. You stick it out. Well, happy wife, happy life. And then when your daughter rebels, then you out here, you got three rebellious women spirit in your whole house. You got your wife, your daughter, and you got your mother. And they killing you softly. And when you die... They're just going to scoop your ass up, toss you off to the side, go to your life insurance, and maybe dice up the money. And them three hoes going to split. Them three women are going to split. They're going to go in three separate set, uh, three separate directions. They ain't going to, they don't care about each other. They don't care about you. They're just going to throw your ass in the ditch and forget about you. I'm just saying, not all. People are thinking, not all. But if your daughter rebels, you better shake her ass off. Like a dog shakes off leaves. She ain't, it ain't going to be worth it. You're going to kill yourself and it's going to hurt you as a man. You're going to be like, God damn, that's my skin. But daughters are always going to rebel. Not always. Not always. They're always going to test your ass out. And then they, look, if your daughter's rebelling and she's still in your house, she's going to bring a goddamn Tyrone all up in your house. Then she's going to get knocked and then you're going to have to raise that baby or be having Tyrone. Remember All in the Family had that? All in the Family was a great example of portraying the rebellious spirit of the daughter. Archie Bunker had his house. He had his nagging-ass wife. She was almost good for nothing. Then he had his daughter, which was, I can't remember her the daughter's name. He had the daughter, and she was a liberal, and he was a conservative. He was a racist. He was a, he was a, uh, he was a, he was a racist, essentially, uh, a bigot, he was a bigot, and she was a progressive. And Gloria, Gloria, Gloria then was a hippie, fun-loving, opinionated, know-it-all, but she couldn't even live out and support herself. And then secondly, she had a um, a boyfriend or a husband who was a good-for-nothing, spineless, henpecked boyfriend, just happy to get some peace leave. And both of they punk asses living in this house telling him what to do. Always trying to undermine the father, or Archie. Archie's like, bro, what, what is this shit? Y'all can't even support yourselves out here, but you telling me I need to catch up with the times. No, you need to catch up with the times and go get a job. That's an example of the rebellious spirit of your daughter. If your daughter's in there rebelling against you like that, that's exact. you're going to be sitting in the chair like Archie Bunker. Mm. <laughs> Dying slowly. And them telling you what you need to do in your own damn house that you work for. <laughs> anyway, he said, catch up with them bills. It's crazy. This is what we have to deal with. Loud Pocket says, free agent lifestyle. 
Yeah, man. Appreciate y'all. We're going to get to everybody. I know. Who else is in there? Shout out to Eugene Morgan. He says, I know these 304s ain't going to get a paycheck. I'm sorry. I know these 304s ain't going to get payback and suffer for all the damage that, that they cost the society. But based on today's show, looks like they will get at least some of their comeuppance. A lot of them get the comeuppance and y'all don't even know. A lot of them do go through struggle times and they get into a bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. And they do stuff like this. That's their penalty. Somebody donated a dollar to tell me something to waste time, but I'm not going to read it. But thank you for the dollar. Number one, Stunner. What, 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 what? Hopefully they'll put a sister in there. <laughs> There's a sister? She's UK's MAGA. Okay. All right. I don't know, man. We'll talk about that. Mr. Dean Deaton, Deaton, Deaton says, shout out to you. Happy birthday, coach. Lionheart, happy birthday, coach. Thank you. Shout out to Damien in the building. He says, bravo for holding it down against Hafiz. Do you guys realize men have never seen real male leadership? Most of their leadership have come from women. This is why we're comfortable with women leading. This is kind of the theme of today's show. When men do step up and lead, it somehow is portrayed as something's wrong with him. Hey, man, some who did you? Who did you dirty? Why, why, you, why you look? You know what I mean? But when women lead, they're very comfortable. And their women have been leading them for a long time. This is why many men pee sitting down. They're comfortable. I'm going to pee sitting down. That's not to piss off my mother. This woman's right, right? This is all by design. Do you guys know? We're the most benevolent men in society in the history of time. Can I tell y'all this? Let's see what PayPal looking like. A.D. Austin, I'm going to hold that thought. Hopefully I remember it. We're the most benevolent men in the history of time. We used to just kick ass and take names and chop heads off and be like, what? And throw your ass to the side of the road. And People don't realize we were barbarians not that long ago. Men were barbarians not that long ago. Like, we were full on, you know, <laughs> you're lucky you grew up in this time. Men used to just knock your head off. And I'm not saying that's a solution because violence is never a solution. But what I'm reminding you of is we've come a long way. Men used to just be like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> not just to women and children, but to other men. Like. Let me tell you something. <laughs> now, this is all, all what, what tends to happen is we have law. We have people who create lawmakers and educated people with somehow balance the idea of you don't need to be violent against someone. But it's aggravating because the solution is always drunk, drug out way longer. Oh, we'll solve it. It's going to take a year and a half. And we're going to debate and let you get your point across and. We'll counter debate and we'll hire lawyers and teams and stuff. We'll figure it out. It'll just take a year and a half. Back in the day, they used to just be like, getting. <laughs> getting, drag his ass. They tie your ass by the back of the horse. Now, some people got messed up. You know, it wasn't right. It wasn't right what they did to people. So we had to even that barbarian out. But you grow up in a time. Yeah, there were duels. They're like, you disrespected me? Let me pull my glove out real quick. Draw. You know what I mean? They said it, but like, look, hey, you know what? He disrespected me real quick. 
They was like, you know what? Only one way to settle this shit. Uh, y'all stand back to back real quick. Pull out your gats. Walk ten, walk ten paces. Turn around. Let's get it on. <laughs> it was old on site. Oh, what you disrespect? You don't file no lawsuit. Smiling in my face. <laughs> then they served me with a lawsuit. What the hell is this? Oh, this ninja. Oh damn, I gotta go hire lawyers. Talk it out. Try to wrestle back and forth. They talking shit about me. You're like, what? They dragging you through the court of public opinion. You're like, damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if your kid talk back, let me tell you something. This was like 40, 50, 60 years ago. They was like, we need to put a little bit of buffer between all of these interactions. This is not polite. So now today, men open their mouths and they're like, men are like, <laughs> you're bitter. Do you realize what we used to be able to do? He's like, take out my handkerchief and be like, all right, drop it right there. That's where we about to pace it off real fast. You got your gat or you don't? 10 paces. They used to tell you high noon. Oh, you talking shit? All right, look, be up out of here by high noon or I'm about to whip your ass. <laughs> All right, look, those were times, but that time wasn't that long ago. High noon. By high noon, they're going to be a hanging. So I'm giving you a warning. Get up out of here. You can't come. <laughs> you come around here with this bull. I'm sorry. Okay. You better shake the spot. Like, this is where we were. This is where we came from. And this was like 60 years ago. I'm not saying it's a solution. But this is how reckless you are that men are now saying, yeah, we tired of hiding all this stuff. We need to start. <laughs> but y'all can just nag and nitpick. Why? Because you've been raised by women. That's what they do. They nag and nitpick. nitpick. I'm going to nitpick, 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 nitpick. At any man that opens his mouth. Oh, man. Bad man. Shout out to A.D. Austin. Normies ruined Panama City, Florida for spring break. Then moved down to Florida. I'm sorry, Miami, and ruined that too. They do. Anytime you hear of a new place, oh, the new place to go party, they're gonna, that means they're going to go ruin it. They're going to go ruin whatever they got. Shout out to A.D. Austin. Apparently, Umar Johnson received a cease and desist order from the state of Pennsylvania for asking for donations for the school. So I guess they finally got him on that. All right, so shout out to him. I don't know what to really say about that. The Jimmy ZTT, 21-year-old, homeless, and high as the space shuttle. Coach Radama strikes again. Women live in a different timeline than men. Happy belated birthday. RIP to Chaos Timon and Hafiz's Hafiz's manhood. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's a weird time. But I grew up at the end of the barbarianism, so I know, man. We didn't just talk back. Dudes used to get it bit get busy right there. They used to get busy. Shout out to Daley. He says, bro, coach. He says, this happens a lot regarding homeless girls and simps. There's a guy who picked up a homeless young black girl, brought her to his house. He got her pregnant. Mm -hmm. See, that, that's the situation. He says, not only did she give him an STD, she put him on child support and ran right back to the streets. This same guy called into a show crying and complaining. If I can find a video, I'll send it to you. Prime example of what that guy's trying to do. Of what he really wants to do is get her in. He feels sorry for her, but she's an easy target. He kind of likes her. He's se she's sexy to him. 
as you can see by the video title, Sexy Young Prostitute. He, he likes her, and he wanted to kind of bring her in as a straight cat, and he probably would knock her up and take advantage of her or get access to her for very low investment. And um, she she stabbed him in the back. Mr. Williams is in the building. Jay Williams says, happy belated birthday, man. I just bought your book, Free Agent Lifestyle. It should be here tomorrow. Appreciate that, brother. Thank you for the contributions. Henry Brazilian says, Lawrence Fisburne's daughter rebelled into prawn. Same thing. John, what, not, what's his name? Jesse Peterson? <laughs> I'm bad with names. Whoever the Peterson guy is. It's not Jesse Peterson. It is Jesse Peterson. Jesse Peterson. His daughter went out and she's kind of divorced once, remarried, was a single mother, uh, was appearing naked on Instagram. Jesse Lee Peterson, I believe I'm name. Look, if I ever forget your name, Jordan Peterson, Jesus. Okay, I'm bad with names. Jordan Peterson, Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson's daughter. Look at what became of her and he was so you know, knowledgeable, but female nature and relationship dynamics. Look at her. Look at her. It, it It's the same story. It's, it's. <laughs> Shout out to Billy the Kid said serial killer vibes. This is true. All right. This is true. I don't know, man. Shout out to, uh, let me see here. NSA L. Hobsey says, Coach, you represented the free agent lifestyle since 2017. And way back in this year, I started watching your streams. Salute. Uh, AM on the dark side, or I believe I am on the dark side is what you meant. Appreciate you. Ninja Snuggle. Ninja Snuggle says, hey, Coach, there's a flaw in Mr. H's philosophy. He said he involved his wife and his family in the marital agreement. But in the first chapter of the Bible, it says a man shall not shall leave his family and cleave to his wife. It says a man shall leave his family and cleave to his wife. Well, there was a couple things he didn't acknowledge there um, about the marital agreement, but I don't want to really go into it because it's passed for me and I won. All right. But yeah, there was, there's a lot of flaws in this argument, which is fine. There's flaws in my argument as well. But um, when people say you're wrong, I have a problem with that. I'm not wrong. You just disagree. And if you want it to be on, on site, let's draw. You know what I mean? It's simple. All right, Jack Vendetta, he says, uh, with all the provisions and set aside, set asides provide to women by the government and other entities, it's almost no excuse for a woman to be on these streets. And shout out to my favorite African-American over here. Uh, look at my African-American over here. We're going to get, damn, it's two hours. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm The UK thing about? is not going to be that long. Um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, you got to be in full spirit of rebellion to not be able to get shelter some food stamps, some EBT. You got to be in full rebellion to be out there uh, laying in a laundry basket. As a woman, you got to be in full rebellion. There's no helping you. Billy the Kid, don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Evan Dante's normies will get in front of you and intentionally drive slow on a one-lane road knowing you're trying to get somewhere. Yes, they will. Cut their ass off if you can. They'll do it on purpose. Normies will do that on purpose. I'm going to slow down. Oh, Jesus. All right. Shout out to Billy the Kid. Uh, let me see here. Kara Juice Podcast Coach, I appreciate your advice on public speaking and the importance of making a point concise. Your breakdown on the Hafiz debate was very helpful. Your wisdom and mastery was on full display on SOS. Keep up the great work. 
shows that being emotional is not going to be to your advantage and you can just start digging yourself a hole. People were like, uh, I remember TLA, shout out to him. He was like, why didn't you call him out on this? Why didn't you call him out on that? I was like, dude, the dude was making five points in one point on a four minute tangent. I'm sitting back like, <laughs> I'm just watching him talk, contradict himself, change the subject, never answer a question. What am I supposed to jump in on? By the time I'm jumping in, I'm like, I got 30 seconds to kind of sum up one of his damn ridiculous points. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? You know, he did. He just dug himself into a hole. And then what ends up happening is people want you. There's no need to call a person out. They're making a fool of themselves. <laughs> like what? You're making a fool out of yourself already. Why do I need to acknowledge it? I'm like, shit, dude, you looking goofy. So uh, shout out to you. Last one, Domain Stickham says, Coach, you can tell. You can't tell me that he didn't smash that red bone flashback after giving her a shower and cutting that camera off. I know he smashed. I, I mean, I would have, you know, <laughs> just being honest. Let's get to this. People are like two hours to get to the main point. Oh, it is what it is. I'm at my peak audience right now. Do me a favor, hit the live chat. It's not going to be a long story because I'm not very knowledgeable of what's going on here. Let's talk about female leadership. Um, here it is. UK Prime Minister resigns after 45 days on the freaking job. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am somebody got to explain this in basketball terms. What? Liz Truss resigns as UK Prime Minister. Leslie, they do have a video of her talking about it. There's going to be an ad here, but um, I played the video earlier. I'll turn off the volume here. But uh, let's see why she, what she's doing here for people in the United States who don't know. Prime Minister would be kind of synonymous to our president, if you will. They're the nation's leader for the most part, whether being a figurehead or not. I don't know what type of powers they yield, but they have the king and the monarch, right? The king or the queen and the monarch. And but the prime minister is, I believe, selected by the queen or the king. And then elected in their parliament. Somebody can clear that up as well. Don't want to speak. In I ignorance. came into office at a time of great economic and international mm -hmm. instability. Families and businesses. All right. Hold up. Full screen. There it is. Give me full screen. All right. Here we go. We're worried about. I came into office at a time of great oh, economic and international instability. That's the prime minister right here, y'all. She said, I came in and stuff was messed up. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Just for the people who missed it, she was prime minister for 45 days. Mm. 45 days. Bruh, 45 days she quit her job. Here we go. Families and businesses were worried about how to pay their bills. Putin's illegal war in Ukraine threatens the security of our whole continent. All right, so she's trying to get up out of there before Putin act up. <laughs> she's like, Putin acting up, I'm out. I don't want this on my watch, but I can lead. I, I, I want to lead. I want to be able to be out up in front. 45 days, she got the hell up out of there, bro. What? I need to know what's up. We need to know what's up. We actually talked about it earlier in the show. Potentially, the people in her party wasn't going to let her pull off what she wanted to pull off. Potentially, she might have bait and switched them. And then when she got the position, she was like, this is what we're going to do. And they was like, nope, we ain't doing that. All right. And so they stonewalled her. 
They started quitting on her, which is another indication kind of are females really the lead? What happens is men, men naturally don't want to take orders from women. It's an instinct that we've developed over evolution. Okay, so this is an instinct that we develop because we're like, yo, you ain't got no skin in the game. How the hell are you going to tell me what to do? And I'm going to be out here drawing and dueling. I'm going to be out here with skin in the game and you just going to pass the buck. All right. So they don't want to do they don't want to do that. And they have a natural distrust for this position, although United Kingdom has already had three female prime ministers, Theresa May, I believe, and Margaret Thatcher. Right. So they've already experienced this, but this is a new one. She's the shortest running or reigning prime minister in the history of the United Kingdom. Forty five days. The, the prime minister. They, hey, everybody from the United Kingdom. Thank you for understanding. I know the arrogance of the United Kingdom compared to Americans. You dumbass Americans. I admit, I don't know. They said the prime minister is selected by party leadership. Of the party with the most people in parliament. And then they report to the king. All right. The PM is selected by the party leadership of the party with the most party people in parliament. Essentially, we would probably say the House of Representatives to compare the House of Representatives, whoever has the most people. Um, pretty much have the advantage and they would put up the leader. OK. All right. Let's continue what she got to say. Oh, by the way, she says Putin's illegal war. I, I didn't know wars were legal and illegal, but of course, if you have things like NATO and all these things, you can have make things legal and a little bit more civilized, especially when it's nukes involved. But let's continue. And our country has been held back for too long by low economic growth. I was elected by the Conservative Party with a mandate to change this. OK, we delivered on energy bills. And on cutting national insurance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You only been there now 45 days. So I don't know what you could have delivered in 45 days. You can't even deliver mail in 45 days these days. You know what I mean? Unless you're Amazon Prime. I don't know where you're taking credibility. You you're part of the conservative party, which is somewhat different than the conservative party here. It's not a party here, it's just kind of a philosophy, if you will, for lack of a better term. But her conservative party has allowed her to be in this position. And now she probably wants to, I, people are saying she wanted to deliver a certain budget or a certain type of uh, taxation here. And they, they wasn't with it. Her own party, her own party pushed her to the side. If I'm not mistaken, her own party crossed her up. If I'm not mistaken, or her own party pushed her out. People in her own party resigned on her. We'll talk about it. And we set out a vision for a low tax, high growth economy that would take advantage of the freedoms of Brexit. I recognize though, given the situation, I cannot deliver the mandate on which I was elected by the Conservative Party. Okay, so this has hints of uh, potentially she went in there and people were like, you might be working for the op, uh, you might be working for the ops. They might've revealed it. and. Either the ops took her out or it could be some of that, right? New, 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 new world order. All right, somebody says, yes, I'm on point. I'm trying to figure this out. Again, I don't really know, but I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about women, male dynamics and all of this. Let's continue. There, there was a bait and switch in there. There's something's going on here. And trust me, people are arguing this on Twitter and other comment sections that I was trying to figure it out. 
No one has the story straight yet. So don't blame me. Don't blame me for my ignorance. Okay. People don't have the story straight either in the United Kingdom. Let's go. I have therefore spoken to His Majesty the King to notify him that I am resigning as leader of the Conservative Party. Forty-five days, forty-five days, and all of a sudden she like I'm out. That something's wrong here. Something doesn't make sense. I'm again. I don't really know how in forty-five days you got to the leadership position, and you got thrown up under the bus or what? You couldn't handle it. What are we doing? This doesn't make any sense. This is a record. She's actually bringing disgrace onto the position. Continue. This morning, I met the chairman of the 1922 committee, Sir Graham Brady. Maybe she did this on purpose. Did she do this shit on purpose? It's the economy. Okay. It's the economy that's forcing this. All right. We've agreed that there will be a leadership election to be completed within the next week. This will ensure that we remain on a path to deliver our fiscal plans and maintain our country's economic stability and national security. Okay, so obviously you have kind of war raging in Eastern Europe. It could potentially affect the Western Europe. You have oil issues here. You have the economy kind of collapsing. When she was put in, when she was when she was put into the position, she put in a certain budget or a certain economic proposition that crashed the market overnight. And then when she when she tried to placate to them, the market recovered, but they're struggling over there. Somebody says. <laughs> I will remain as prime minister until a successor has been chosen. Thank you. Okay, so wow, 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 wow. Now, if here's a question. This is my question. New, 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 new world if, if this is involving some sort of shuffling, some sort of all of these things here that we know in the United States, there's some people, you know, there's some people behind the scenes controlling this. If this involves that, why is she, why did she, Get in there and you why is 45 days that she just banned ship? Somebody needs to clear that up. Let's go over to PayPal. Do me a favor. If you have information on this one, I mean, I know I can't say, or you could type it in the chat and reveal it to the chat. I won't be able to catch it. I'm gonna check PayPal to see if somebody knows this doesn't make sense. Are females ready for prime time leadership? Ladies, if you're in here, somebody says play the trust clip when she started. When she stated that uh, she would be proud to launch nukes. Oh, man, dude, this is too much. All right, so I don't even know that. That's from Michael. So she's going to, man, this is crazy. So I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. We'll talk about some other females in leadership here. But we got to do a poll here. Somebody says, apparently, apparently, this is a man, Mr. Walters. Apparently, she's entitled to 115,000 pounds for life via public duty. Uh, a cost allowance for being a serving prime minister. Yo, oh my goodness. So she got that bag. Hold on for a second. She got, where's my soundbite? I haven't used that in a minute. Where is it at? I don't even, oh. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> so on the financial side, she gets paid forever for doing that job for 45 days. <laughs> Whoa. Yo. I'm in a bind, Nate. Could she not handle the stress of that position? Because, the, listen, we know about the woman in Finland. We actually showed her already. 
Okay, the woman in Finland, who's the prime minister over there, Finland really, come on. I mean, nobody's going to hit you up unless Russia just, just plows through Eastern Europe. So you're kind of safe up there. Where's the Finnish prime minister? This woman. This girl, this one right here is a, the prime minister of Finland, right? So, I mean, what type of, she doesn't have a threat unless just, you know, I mean, you talk about United Kingdom. It's really just United Kingdom, United States, Russia, maybe Germany, Italy. Like for, in terms of those, those are like the powers. United Kingdom, did I say United Kingdom? Those are like the power countries. Am I missing anyone? Am I missing anyone? What's going on? Oh, by the way, she also opened up immigration. Let me go. Let me go to that clip. Let me talk about the Finland prime minister right here. Oh, China. Sorry, China, 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 China. And then Saudi Arabia, Middle East, China. So those are the big players. France, France, big player. Finland really is the big player. So she's over here dancing and twerking. Japan. I'm sorry. I did miss. Oh, I did. I forget Israel. Yeah, there's some big players. Finland is not one of them. This is the, the are are women ready to accept primetime? Now she was scolded about this. Like the media drug her about this, and then it all went away. They were like, oh, a woman is allowed to let her hair down and have fun. Are they? They're like, well, men do it, <laughs> right? I don't know if they get caught doing like this, but come on, man. I mean, she's like a child here. She's participating like a child. Obviously, she's drunk or maybe under allegedly some substance abuse here. I know the elites get down and party too. You know, they be in the orgies and all that stuff allegedly. But this is the prime minister of family. Are women ready for primetime leadership? That's my question. Because the examples that we have recently have not been good. Here she is twerking some more. Like she had a college party, man. I don't know, man. And nobody held her accountable for this. I mean, I think if we had some other politicians, by the way, man, flatbacks in Finland, y'all could get it. I'll be out there going crazy on them sloppy yogurts here. Um, that's that's Finland. This is our recent example of 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 women in history, uh power positions. Oh, we're gonna get to this story later. Uh, this is the story of right here. This is Liz Trust. See if we can see that. UK Prime Minister Liz Trust in limbo as party ways how to replace her when was this this was uh yesterday and i believe she was kind of opening up some portals of immigration which is already a problem in the united kingdom is that why they got rid of her kind of weird do we have some people that know so she's going to get the bag forever for her 45 days on the job i find that curious we do have some brothers in the know here give me a second I skipped one. Leo K says she served 45 days and she's going to get paid 115,000 pounds, which is $221,000 US for life. She like. Wow. She gets paid forever after doing 45 days on a job. That is kind of weird. That's weird. She worked all that time, and now she's going to skate away with the money. 
that's kind of backhanded. Shout out to Rashid in the building. Thank you, sir. Let me see if somebody got something on this one. We're going to skip to the next story. Rashid actually has something on this one, hopefully. Or did you just double up? Okay, here we go. Rashid says, Rashid says she submitted a budget that cut taxes too much, raised spending to pay for energy subsidies, and paid for it by issuing billions in bonds, which is crashing the economy because the pension funds that are primarily held in bonds would have been devalued. Okay, so for people that want to know, I'll read that again. She submitted a budget, and when she submitted this budget, the market over there crashed, like immediately. She It immediately crashed, and then as a result, she had to switch. She had to switch it again, and then the new budget she submitted, they was like, okay, then the market's kind of recovered, but the damage was done. The damage was done. Just mentioned the devaluation of the pound. She did all that in 45 days, bro. She did all that. <laughs> okay, they said she was warned about it, and she was like, nah, I know what I'm doing. Wow. I'm going to read it again. She submit, dude, man, where's Joe Biden on this one? Uh, she submitted a budget that cut taxes too much, raising it and raised spending to pay for energy subsidies and then paid for it by issuing billions in bonds, crashing the economy because the pension funds that are primarily held in bonds would be de or devalued. Anyone else have an opposing opinion on that one? I know that to be true because that's what I read. I just didn't know how to put the words together. Okay, thank you for sharing that. Anyone have an opposing opinion? You know, conspiracy theories with hell. New, 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 new world order. She blamed a black guy and fired him. Oh, and then her her secretary, right? Her the prime minister's secretary resigned, and then somebody else resigned. They was like, "I'm out." Hey, one of the things that you will find out, and I don't know this. One of the things you will find out that if you assume leadership and people resign under you immediately. Kind of like that they had a black woman uh, police agency running a police agency somewhere, and then all the cops resigned under her. That's an indication that you're a bad leader. That's an indication that people don't trust you, or they think you're there because you were a woman or a black person. or They don't trust you. They think you're incompetent. So they saw her incompetence quickly, and they abandoned ship, and they made it difficult for her. And they were like, she ain't ready to do this. And they was like, I'm out. This is an indicator. Now, is it because she was a woman? Somebody needs to figure this out. Zero fallout. Happy birthday, coach. Here's some shekels for the junior college fund in the building, the book fund. That cash app, and then we'll do the, uh, what do you call it? That's weird, man. We're not ready for prime time yet. Our question, are we ready for Kamala Harris? I think this is an indicator. Kamala Harris could do the exact same thing. And I people, I think people will be resigning under her swiftly. Ed, the 304 detector. Happy birthday, coach. Stay blessed. Thank you, brother. David L says, uh, well, never mind. <laughs> he says, I still, I'm still watching yesterday's birthday stream. Oh, shout out to you. Hey. Co-sponsorship as well. I don't think anything would be different under Kamala. I think Kamala would do the exact. If she was the president, people would be jumping ship quickly. Okay, we got super chats. DB, happy birthday. You old shuffling, sniggling ninja in the building. <laughs> what about AOC? 
AOC would wreck it in a minute. It'll be an immediate crash. I mean, nothing she has in terms of her policies indicate that people would support it. But um, because the people who support her, they're going to age out of thinking that she's a genius. By the time she becomes president, the people, the primary people who support her, they're either going to be poor or they're going to age out of thinking her shit is so genius because it makes sense when you're young and it ain't your money. But as soon as you have money, you're like, I wouldn't do anything she was doing because you're going to get taxed. You're like, wait a minute. I now make six figures. She's an idiot. I think most of her popularity are people who contribute far less to our society than anybody. I mean, they, I mean, the people who contribute less to this society are the poor. They're the second. <laughs> they're the second least contributing people to society. Her, 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 uh, her following. And by the time she assumes presidency, those people will start making money and she's going to lose support. I believe this is just my opinion. All right. Big Doe Butter says the only way to save rebellious women is to let them be. They don't listen. Some people got to learn the hard way. They got to learn the hard way. All right. He says, uh, all right, all right, all right. Let me get to the last story. Speaking of, speak, dude, these stories kind of tie together. These stories kind of tie together. Here's another example kind of the female leadership. We're going away from that. Mainly because I really don't have the knowledge. Oh, gosh, we got two more kind of stories. All right, hold on for a second. Let's let's. This was supposed to be talked about earlier, but I'll do it quickly. This woman, speaking of the evictions, you know what I mean. Here we go. Your rent's due, we got thirty minutes left. Uh, this woman right here. Here's the headline. This woman released a. She released a swarm of bees on sheriffs and deputies serving an eviction notice. Massachusetts woman. Unleash a swarm of bees on deputies serving eviction notice. Your rent's due, motherfucker. <laughs> the woman reportedly arrived outside the home in an SUV, towing a trailer carrying beehives. Dude, they will <laughs> look at the look at the pride. <sighs> What's wrong with our country? We haven't let men lead. We've gone away from we've gone away from God. A Massachusetts woman is accusing of uh, a leashing a swarm of bees on sheriff deputies who were trying to service an eviction notice. The chaotic situation unfolded October 12th when the sheriff department over there and the deputies serving notice uh, were met with protesters outside the house of Long Meadow, Massachusetts. Wow. So there were already protesters. Age 55. Unmarried, probably not married probably don't have any children or the children have abandoned her. This is typically what happens when women get older, right? You don't have anybody to reach to. And then they don't focus on their career no more. So I could focus on my career. I think ladies, once you hit 50, it's going to be bad times for you. If you hit 50 and single, it's going to be ugly. An official department report says 55 year old Rory S Woods, who lives in Hadley arrived in an SUV trailer towing, uh, uh, carrying beehives. Here it is right here in the picture. They try to put the bees back. What? Wood, who puts on a beekeeper suit to protect herself, started shaking the beehives and broke the cover off of one, causing hundreds of bees to swarm out and initially stinging one deputy, according to the report. There she is right there. Oh, who is that? That's a man. 
Oh, that's her. <laughs> she looked like a man in there. This is her. Yo. <laughs> Somebody says, is there a video? You can't record bees flying around. There was times in our society we would actually, you know what I mean? We would actually protect women from this. We would protect them from, hey, I've always said this. Men aren't here to protect women from others. We're here to protect women from themselves. And then when they don't have us as protectors, this is the type of shit they get into. Reading this. Says she, it says right here, it says Woods was eventually arrested, but not before several more sheriff department employees were stung, including three who were allergic to bees. When Woods was told that several officers were, officers were allergic to bees, she said, oh, you're allergic? Good. According to the report, this is somebody's mammy right here. She pled not guilty. I don't know, man. Once you release bees, it wasn't like she can release them back. Her lawyer did not immediately respond. Okay, it says right here, she could face more serious charges if anything worse has happened to those stung. We have several staff members go to the hospital, and luckily, he was all right. Wow. Man, it's getting bad out there, y'all. Your rent's due, motherfucker. It's getting bad, and she look at the smug look on her face tells me she voted for Biden. I've done some dumb things. I'll do dumb things again. Okay, last story, man. We're going to get into this one. Last story. The WNBA. The WNBA. Guys, I love women's basketball. I did. I coach women's basketball for almost my entire 20s into my 30s. I don't have any problem with women's basketball. Okay. It's kind of good basketball because you got they got to run plays. Anytime you coach women's sports, uh, what you do as a coach matters significantly, right? If you ever watch a women's softball game, um, they got to coach players to hit certain directions and steal bases at timely manners. They do that in baseball too, but you can depend on power hitters to get you out of uh, bad situations. You can depend on athletic plays to get you out of bad situations. Men's basketball is the same. You can depend on athleticism to get you out of bad situations. Like you could just get a super athlete and you're going to be good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Many times they're going to get you out of hard situations and they can get you into a run that could make the difference. But in women's basketball, you got to have people setting screens and picks. You got to have people playing together. You can't have anything messing up. If you have dissension in your ranks in women's basketball, you're done. You're done. Your, your team ain't about to do a damn thing, even if you have the best athletic team. And this goes the same in any sport, but particularly in women's basketball, you got to be on one accord, right? There can be no dissension in your ranks because, uh, you know what I mean? Like, y'all not about to score 100 points. Y'all all about to score 45, 50, 60 points, and they're going to be all manufactured, all manufactured uh, points, meaning the coach had a, a, his hand in every play. So with that being said, that goes for the league, too. In order for the league, the WNBA, to survive, it has to be upheld by people who are not making mistakes. The league has to be efficiently run. And it has to be smartly run, meaning you can't have a game where there's 200 people in a 45,000-seat arena. That would be dumb. That would be a waste of resources. So play in high school venues. And they'd be like, no, nope, we don't want to play in high school venues. Okay, okay. So we're just going to waste money. And as they're wasting money, they're running, as a, in, as a, uh, they're running in a deficit. And they continue to blow money. Now, women don't support them. Women don't go to the games. But they're saying that these players should – be equally paid or play closely to what the NBA players 
are played, and it's actually dumb. It don't make sense. NBA players oftentimes sell out their arenas. They play double and triple the games. They're actually a lot more athletic, and women and men support the NBA. So the argument is dumb. So then what they do is then they say, well, men, you should pay us out of your paycheck. So instead of saying now we should equally pay women out of the management of the leagues, it doesn't make sense. The WNBA runs at a deficit. The NBA makes hella money. So we can't pay the players equally. So now the next dumbass argument <laughs> is I'm in a bind, Nate. I'm in a bind. What we need to do is make the NBA players give up their money and give it to the WNBA players. It's getting out of hand, y'all. And once I tell you guys, I always tell you guys this, whatever their ask is, they never stop asking. It'll never go away. This is kind of how feminism has gotten to where it's gone. They ask for something. They ask, they ask, we give. You think they're going to be happy? They're not happy. I'm not happy. And then they say, we, now we want this. It's kind of like a kid. They wear the parent down. The kid, the parents eventually relent. The kid goes away. He plays with the toy he asked for for a day. Tomorrow he wants a new toy. And he's going to throw a fit, hold their breath, pound, kick, scream, cry. Until you get it in order and start grabbing a ass by the collar and telling a ass where they need to stand. But we won't tell them where they need to stand. We'll let them just lose money. Let's play this damn clip. And Draymond Green has had it with these WNBA players because he's been supporting them. Let's go ahead and play this clip. Fair use. Fair use. You, I don't want to say change that you feel that can help the WNBA's game out. Help the game out. Okay, so the league has been in existence for almost 20 years since around 1995. We're almost at yeah, we're we're definitely at approaching the 20 year mark. They have yet to turn a profit. They have yet to put asses in seats. Many of the things that they've received have been just kind of out of pity or just to try to keep this shit alive. The league essentially is uh, specifically was supposed to be uh, self-sufficient in the first 10 years. In the first 10 years. And then, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, the NBA teams were giving these WNBA teams as attachments. So the Houston Rockets franchise had the Houston Commons. The LA Lakers had the LA Sparks, right? So the New York Knicks had the New York Liberty. So these teams were attached to the NBA, but they were like, in the first 10 years, we'll let you guys, we'll self-support you, we'll support you, we'll give you the money because you're a WNBA. But after 10 years, you're on your own. It's more than 25. We're at the 25-year mark. 25 years, and they've yet to turn a profit. They've yet to put asses in seats, and they're going to say, well, this is why. It's The reason why is women's basketball doesn't look good past the third row. That's just the reality of it. And by the way, if it was little people under uh, six foot one playing basketball too, it wouldn't do that well either because the optics aren't good. You got to put the camera hella close to even appreciate what's you, what you see. Past the third row, shit don't look that good. If you're in the front row, it's a pretty good game. <laughs> All right, let's continue. I think the game is looking great. I think it's evolved great. I believe that player for player, players are more talented, faster. You can see they're getting that individual training, ball handling skills, shooting. But it doesn't look good past the third row. It doesn't look good when the camera's way up here and they look like midgets out there playing ball. Nobody can tell. 
Continue. The game is phenomenal. I thought they played at a high level. I'm very proud of them. I, I support the WNBA still. I will always, you know, obviously we've. Damn, everybody's pants is getting tight as hell, bro. We need to have a conversation about this. I know I'm an old school player in an OG, but what's up with these damn, what's up with these damn pants these days, brothers? Sheesh. Close your legs. Love to have Brittany back home. That that's yeah, important. For sure. Shout out, BG. Yep. Shout out to BG. Yep. She's never, you know, far from our thoughts. Yep. But what does that have to do with anything? What does Brittany Griner have to do anything about the WNBA? She committed a crime. Unfortunately, she got caught up. She in prison. Moving on. The WNBA is rocking. What could we have more? By the way, this is Lisa Leslie, one of the greatest women's basketball players of all time. I mean, I just think, you know, from a salary standpoint, it, it'd be great for the women to be able to make more money. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of hard work. I think I saw something that said, like, it's always boys down to money. Give me more money. I got money. Give me more money. Well, y'all haven't turned a profit yet. <laughs> Come on. They've been in deficit every 25 years. Each 25 years, they have not turned a profit meaning they don't have the endorsements. People say that's misogyny. They don't have the viewership. Nobody cares to watch. They don't have the attendance. Nobody wants it. They don't sell that many jerseys. Nobody's running around here with WNBA jerseys. Even in your own city, nobody really cares. Like one player that makes maybe 12 million on the NBA team could cover the whole, like the whole WNBA salary. So... By the way, NBA, the NBA didn't really turn the corner until the 35th, 40th year. Just to be fair, the NBA players that played in the late 70s and before, they didn't make a lot of money either. They didn't have the sponsorship. They were a second-rate league or a third-rate league. Uh, it was baseball and football that was ahead in the NBA. Many people in the 60s worked part-time jobs to play in the NBA in the 60s but by the time the 80s came around bird and uh magic era that's when the money kicked in so let's keep it straight for 30 years the nba didn't even make money so these people want to just jump in and say well lebron makes this much and the entire wnba salary is this much why don't y'all give me that money bro <laughs> wait a minute that's not how that works you got to put in the time and all that stuff. Salaries. Yeah, that's so, so that's kind of like crazy. And, it, and again, mm. you know, we're we're what twenty six years young, so it's not like we're we're comparing ourselves to the NBA. But I do feel like the pay gap would be something that you know we could just take a donation around the NBA. Maybe 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 one night y'all don't go to the casinos. I, I have some. <sighs> wow! Wow! Classy beats. So I guess female OnlyFans creators are going to start donating to male OnlyFans creators, right? He says they're playing the same sport and women are paid way more. Where's that conversation? Where's that conversation? Where's the conversation that female porn stars need to pay, pay uh, some of their salary to the male OnlyFans creators? Or the male Instagram? Why don't you give me some of your followers and subscribers? Don't make sense, does it?
So she says, instead of y'all enjoying y'all life and going to the casino, just give me some money. I got money. Somebody says, as dumb as this sounds, they will still get a pay raise. Yes, they will. Because the how feminism works and how male and female dynamics work, all they got to do is keep complaining, keep complaining, and eventually men will give in. All right, just give them. And men will take a loss. This was what happens with Title IX, uh, the original purpose of Title IX. Women said, we need, we need, we need. Okay. And now they have more sports on college campuses than men. They have more athletes on college campuses than men. Why? Because the tie-in, the deceptive tie-in of Title IX is that it should reflect the, the student body population. So whatever the student body population is, that should be the representation between male and female athletes. However, most college campuses are like 65% women. 60% women. Some 70% women. So in that, that case, the tie-in that was deceptive, the fine print most people missed is that now there has to be 70% female athletes or they're in violation of the rule. See, that is what men missed. <laughs> y'all didn't see that tie-in. The fine print got you. Okay, yeah, y'all want to, y'all want your sports funded? Yes, go ahead. Okay, we, we're going to fund women's basketball. They never draw more than 100 people. We'll fund softball. Nobody ever goes to their game. We'll give them a field just as nice as everybody else. Blah, blah, blah. Are y'all happy? They like, I'm not happy. <laughs> and then when they start cutting men's sports, again, this is what's going to happen to the NBA. They're going to have to cut their salaries to give it to the women. And there's going to be a fine print caveat in there where they're going to be like, well, it's 70%. You got to cut your calendar, uh, salary by 30%. You're like, wait, what, 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 what? It's crazy. Stop partying and give us your money. I got money. <laughs> okay. stuff. Because it pisses me off. It pisses me off because... Oh, look at that look. See, this is what men used to do. All right, chick. <laughs> now, this is getting out of hand. Now she's scared. Now she's scared. She like... How dare you? When men used to say, enough of this foolishness, your father comes in, y'all doing something stupid. Your father used to come in, enough of this shit. And then set everybody straight. And then everybody, oh, because you'd be like, all right, y'all had enough of this goofiness. This shit is getting out of hand. Draymond's like, yo, we bring in the pin band strong now. And now look at her face. See, this shit is foolishness. Why don't y'all stop going to the club and stop gambling and partying? No. Let's go ahead and play it back again. You know, we could just take a donation around the NBA, maybe. Maybe maybe one night y'all don't go to the casinos. I, I have something on okay. this, though, because it pisses me off. It pisses me off because I don't think there's anyone in America that supports the WNBA more than NBA players. hundred percent. Like, the NBA players support the WNBA like the most more than we probably support the fucking NBA. Uh oh, look, she in her feelings. She in her feelings now. So here's the deal. He's right on this one. WNBA player. I mean, NBA players go to the WNBA games. They sit in the front row. They promote it. They be like, oh, bring a daughter to the the game. Yes, the NBA players because NBA players naturally like ballers anyway. So they look at themselves, even though. They look at themselves as one of the same. They appreciate the girls that go out and the women that go out and play ball. 
they will always support them. They will never be like, y'all ain't shit. And every now and then you might have it on a JV team or something like that in high school. But they, once you get to varsity in, in college athletics, men and the women's, they support each other. They'll sit in the front row. They'll watch the first quarter of the game. They'll come to the game. Yeah. So now this, it's like, y'all need to support us more. What? Anyway, continuing. And it bothers me. You shouldn't be bothered because the WNBA players, I can tell you 100%. And we had a meeting for our 25th anniversary. We're like, do Zooms with the... She cut him off, though. She cut his ass smooth off when he was about to put her in this place. Put her in his place or her place. She cut his ass move off. The veteran, the legends of the league or whatever, and just talking about it. And I told them on that call, the number one supporter that we have, you guys never focus on. And that is the NBA players. See, wait, the NBA players already support the NBA player. They be at the front row. There's um Kelsey Plum. There's there's all the NBA players right there in the front row. I don't know if you guys know this, but the WNBA actually loses money. Shocker. I Fair use. No, they lose an average of about $10 million per year ever since they started. So how is it that they're able to keep going as a league and pay their players? Well, that would be the NBA. The only reason the WNBA even exists is because of the profits that the NBA has made. So when you hear statements like, men should show more support for our league, just donate your salaries, it's no big deal, skip a couple nights in the casino. Don't you think that's a little entitled? Considering the whole reason they're able to make any money at all and even play basketball. So this guy's right here, Draymond Green, actually has been vocal against this we need the equal pay thing. And he says if she believes that doing something a certain way gets her to the end goal, I'm all for that. And if... I believe doing something a certain way gets to the end goal. I'm all for that. But he's basically been critical of this equal pay argument. It doesn't make sense. It's because of the NBA players making the profits they do. Even when they show support, NBA players get blasted for it. That's what happened to Andre Iguodala. When he complimented Ariel Powers, she not only told him to keep it to himself, but she also tried digging up old tweets from his past to cancel him. Man, the game doesn't do the game is the same, no matter if you deal with them relationship wise, political or the public opinion, whether you support or not. And this woman went now, listen, I'm going to tell you all something if you don't know. Um, Draymond Green was watching a WNBA playoff game. He probably could have been doing something else when he was watching the game. He tweeted this. He said, number 23 from the Mystics is nice. This is what he tweeted. And she went, <laughs> now, why would you think she complained about this? Why do you think she complained about him saying number 23 from the Mystics is nice? That's what he said. And she went to go back and dig up old tweets and she retweeted him, put some respect on my name or keep this tweet to yourself. He like, you lucky I'm even watching your sh <laughs> Are you kidding me? So this became a trend where NBA players start saying the number of the player in their tweets for supporting men. They'll be like, oh, number number six is nice. And they're talking about LeBron. Just to, so they can show that this is how we talk 
we talk when we talk about people, we'll call their number out. But she wanted her name tweeted. And she went and go, what? She went in and she said, I'm going to go scorch earth on your ass. But she also tried digging up old tweets from his past to cancel him. So she wanted to cancel him because this woman right here, number 23, he called her number 23 from the mystics is nice. Yo. <laughs> this is crazy. And this is why they're like, why don't you support us? This is the type of shit you get back. That's right. She tried to ruin his career just because he complimented her by number and not by name. And that's all. So this is what the NFL players started doing because it was NFL season. Look, the players started basically like, you fool. So they start saying, number nine, I like how you play football, my guy. <laughs> and then appreciate that, bro. So in a dig back, NBA players and NFL players started just tweeting about the player's name. I'm sorry, the player's number. Just to piss off the WNBA players. Also not forget when Luka Doncic got blasted for wearing a WNBA jersey to show support for the Dallas team. The point is, NBA players can't win. If they show support, they're seen as egotistical, self-centered, and trying to make everything about them. But when they don't show support, they're seen as sexist and that they don't care about anybody but themselves. Getting paid millions of dollars to play a sport is a privilege, not a right. You're not oppressed because other people make more money doing the same thing you do. If that were the case, PewDiePie and Mr. Beast are oppressing me. Exactly. That's my conversation. I'm like, okay, why Why are these YouTubers making all this money and I make this amount of money? Why don't we equal that out? And all I got to do is keep asking. They get more views and make more money and I should make that money. They should donate that money to me. It doesn't work like that. Not every business makes the same amount of money. And even sports leagues are businesses. So what the, the argument is against that, that they'll use is, but we're doing the same thing. Again, they're like, but we're both playing basketball. So we should both get the same. That's a socialist argument. I mean, everybody does a job that is essentially the same, depending on what sides of the company, who owns the company, where the company's located. You all get paid differently. Just because you're doing the same and same thing doesn't mean you get paid equally. What, what is wrong with this? This is crazy. In Lisa's defense, she acknowledged that the NBA has done a lot for her league, but it was still ridiculous for her to even mention NBA players donating their salaries to help fund the WNBA. And that's what pissed Draymond off, and that should piss off any NBA player. WNBA players should be thanking the NBA and its players for making it possible to do what they do. Because if they really don't like it, they can always do something else. But let me know in the comments. Yeah, it's 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 where our country's going, right? People will always try to make sense of this. <laughs> it's, they're going to make sense of this. It's crazy. Put seats and asses. That's what it's about. Or get eyes on your channel if you're doing YouTube, Instagram. It's all about eyes. It's all about the audience. That's what it's about. Let me do the rest of the Super Chats. It's time to skedaddle. Shout out to uh, Jabrick says, we need to blame the economy and government on why um, XXs behave this way. We need to blame the economy and government. Yeah, well, that's uh, there's always somebody's fault. Somebody says, Lynch Cambridge chose to do OnlyFans. Okay, she was like, I'm going to get my money. Pug Dad says, about to check out of my hotel and uh, walk up to the hill to Magic Mountain, leaving the live stream playing. He says, send you, wait, see you back in Vegas. And I'll keep you up top. All right. Keep you up top. I guess that's what you're talking about. 
Okay. Galloway says, Coach, did you see Candace Owens say that if she was a man with the company, she wouldn't hire women? All right, Candace Owens. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even know what to comment about that because sometimes they are trolling. Sometimes, they, you know, they're saying the right things for their audience. I don't even know what to say about that. All right. What's next? You're going to take women's right to vote? You know, I mean, come on. John Ellison says, happy birthday, Coach. I truly appreciate all the streams. I religiously listen. Working on side jobs, cracking up all the way as you're breaking down these men's issues. These are men's issues. He says, your content saved my life. Now I make great money. And the junior college is Liddy. I got money. Indeed, KT King, she played the Wu-Tang Clan triumph when she let them killer bees lose and the damn um, little Kim Queen Bee. Abomatomically. Shout out to Mr. Pinchback says Michael was phenomenal in that show, by the way. Was he dirty Diana? No, I know why he was uh, phenomenal. He had all that energy that he got and he let out for the queen. Shout out to Miles says happy birthday, coach. I celebrated mine a couple of days ago. What is your opinion on Tulsi Gabbard? Gal Gabbard. Uh, she seems more genuine than her peers. I don't really, I can't, she's a politician, so I really can't tell, but she was running as a Democrat for a long time, but it seems like she had her own agenda, right? And um, I would say I congratulate her, commend her for changing uh, parties going from, I think, Democratic to independent. I appreciate her for that. She's a politician, so I can't really trust her, but I appreciate her for doing that and sticking her neck out because, you know, she's afraid that the Clintons are going to delete her allegedly. I don't think she's the answer. Like, I like what she's doing. I'm not going to vote for her to be the president. <laughs> that's what I'm like. Look, that's cool and all, but yeah, stay your ass where you are. It's a man's world. Chick, stay in your place. That's how I think. I'm not voting for nobody. Look, somebody mentioned that they are not going to vote for women at all in any political race. That's kind of how I look at it. I'll be like, I'm trying to leave, especially when I look at him like that. What's the Stacey Abram chick? I'll be like, she don't make any sense to me. Like nothing she says, I'll be like, yeah, I agree with that. Stacey Abrams. Y'all ninjas in Atlanta and Georgia, y'all really trying to vote for her, bro. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Oh, I would smash Tulsi Gabbard too. Where's Tulsi Gabbard? I'll bring her up. Pip Skywalker, the WNBA would make more money if they had a uniform change to bikinis. Well, that's not true. Guys, I've coached basketball, women's basketball for a long time. You think having them scantily clad is the answer? I mean, it no. There might be three, maybe two players on each team that would look good, and the rest you do not want to see in no scantily clad. I'm just telling you this right now. I know he said just draft models. Now, if it was making good, like the lingerie football league, I had a player that I coached play lingerie football. Now, it was more brutal than you would think. I actually used to go to the games. I was like, these girls are actually good. They're athletic. But they hid them amongst a bunch of women that look good, meaning they had the court, like they all fit a certain body size. They were never really just like, even if they were a good offensive tackle, they never put no fat girls in. But with that being said, could they have brought a more talented, bigger, uh, uglier, out of shape woman in and put her in lingerie? They could have if she was more talented, 
but they didn't. Which means to say, if the WNBA did the same thing and just said, we're going to prioritize looks over talent, then they could turn a profit by putting them in lingerie or bikinis. But the quality of play would go down. Are we concerned with that? <laughs> like, are you are you good with that? Because then you're going to watch and don't care about the score. You're just there to watch. You don't care about the talent. But the problem is, are you going to make fun of them for being, for sucking? But what, what men are doing is making fun of WNBA players, not only for sucking, but not selling out seats. See, that's going to be a problem. If you're going to talk about how sucky they are at basketball, then changing the uniform is not going to work. Because you got to suck, actually, to put quality women in scandally clad uniforms. So I'm, a, I'm against that argument. I'm also against lowering the rims so they can dunk. The reason why, <laughs> the reason why WNBA, I'm sorry, NBA players um, get viewership on dunks, and you might only see four to five dunks a game, especially at the college level, four to five dunks. But the dunks are powerful. The dunks are athletic. I don't care how low you lower that rim. They're not going to be athletic dunks. It's not going to be impressive. They don't glide. They pretty much just, just reach. They're, mostly it's their reach. The taller women suck at dunking. So then you're depending on 5'11 women to dunk, but they're built wide. They're not. They're built like refrigerators mostly or linebackers. Most post players in women's basketball, they're not athletic. So you're now you're depending on five, seven, five, eight women dunking in traffic. It's not, <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to have women dunking in traffic. Most of the best dunks in men's basketball is in traffic. Not no breakaway dunk. You know, I can't wait for this breakaway dunk. No. Most of the dunks is like he dribble drive baseline, blew past his defender. The help defender was late and he tried to take a charge and he yammed on him. That's a, that would be a dunk that would be a highlight. A breakaway dunk is not a highlight. So lowering the rim, nobody's going to dunk in traffic by lowering the rim. So that's not an answer to me. <laughs> the answer is let them play in smaller venues. Let them play in high school arenas. Stop, stop burning money trying to compete and give us a great uh, optics. If you want to have your league, play in a high school gym and stop burning through money because you're burning through a deficit. Now, if nobody wants to show up at the high school gym, well, that's your problem. <laughs> yeah, man. The reality is it's a second, third tier league. I mean, the big three NBA players were washed up, still talented NBA players, by the way, but they're essentially washed up age-wise. They still balling out of control. The big three gets better ratings than the WNBA. Make it make sense. So, yeah, we rather watch washed up NBA players than women's basketball. Is that misogynist? No, I mean, the quality is, is what it is. Jose says, Abram said, you should terminate your baby so you can afford gas and groceries. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Anyway, we're at the three-hour mark, man. Thanks for sticking around. So, yeah, big three players still balling washed up. Like, there's dudes there's dudes balling out of control. Like, you're like, some of these dudes look like they could play still in the NBA. And, um, you know, I've always said these people are genetic freaks. Like, Terrell Owens, he could probably still play in the, in the league, and he's like damn near 50. 
there should be a league for these people to go to. But uh, unfortunately, we push these players out to make room for high school and in G League players to take up roster space. You know, and these players that get pushed out, they're 35 and then they got to play big three when they actually can still contribute. And we're trying to um, pay players on potential. Potential gets you fired. So anyway, uh, somebody says, Mr. Singh says, and that's you. That means it's time to go. Shout out to the coach gang. Appreciate you. Hit the like button on the way out. We'll be back for a little bit of show later tonight. Peace. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man.